0: set places everybody and action hi guys and welcome to black girl film club a podcast where two black women discuss movies i'm Brittany, and i'm ashley And on tonight's episode, we're going to be discussing *Carrie* from 1976, directed by Brian De Palma. Um, Before we dive into this discussion, I feel like I kind of need to give a trigger warning. I feel like we're going to be talking about bullying. Mm -hmm. I also feel like we might be talking about school violence. Yeah. So, if any of those are like triggers for you guys, you know, just turn off the episode, um, and maybe go listen to something else, like our episode that we did on the Players Club. Oh no, never mind, that's a very bad idea for trigger warnings. So, uh...
1: movie <laughs> house party. Uh,
0: yeah, house. Uh, mild trigger warning very, for a house it party. As tame as gotten.
1: So, um, yes, about as tame as we've gotten.
0: Yeah. So check out House Party episode. I think that was our first one <laughs> for our Black History Month back in
1: February. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Ashley, yes. do you wanna get into kind of like how we landed on Carrie?
1: Yeah, uh Carrie was my choice this time. Uh and I I I think this is all because her mom always stuck out to me as like one of the most like fucked up moms in like cinema history. Uh, just because they're so... She's not as prominent in this movie as, say, like Serial Mom. It's more about what she has done to her daughter that triggers a lot of her daughter's, uh, I guess, supernatural powers versus in Serial Mom, where the mom is more of a endearing mom, but she just takes it too far. And to love, like a loving mother... Carrie's mother is not loving at all Mm -mm. and there's a lot that is in her in her backstory that can contribute that does contribute to that but I just thought that was an interesting mom to pick we didn't really pick any like good moms (laughs) we kind of picked like varying degrees of fucked up moms yeah I don't want to say that's like sort of like Freudian slip or whatever I just thought it was more be more interesting to talk about And this is like a a movie that I've seen once before before we watched it for this episode. So I did want to like revisit it and like see things that I might have missed the first time, which I feel like I did the first time I did watch it, I didn't entirely get everything that I was seeing. Like I, I got the base basic gist of it, but I didn't, you know, take that note that much note of like the religious symbolism. And some like the little nittier like details of the movie. So watching it a second time really helped.
0: Okay. So I'm gonna say that I was so excited when Ashley suggested that we watch Carrie. Um, I've mentioned in the past mm-hmm. that I'm a huge horror fan. Um, but I feel like Carrie is the movie that kind of set me down this weird horror fan path like the first time I ever saw Carrie I feel like it was third or fourth grade and I saw like oh my god I was a baby like yeah you were it came on TBS so a lot of the nudity was gone oh gosh but it absolutely terrified me like I was so scared of like the end scene like it scared me to death but something kind of like clicked Mm -hmm. in my head where I was like oh my god this like you can be scared and still enjoy a film because like yeah as a little kid i was a scaredy cat like i was afraid of the dark i um Aww. had to sleep with literally the tv on or a nightlight every night and that's because my aunt let me watch child's play when i was like 2 to 3 years old <laughs> so that fucked me up until i was like 18 So it was different in, like, being, like, terrified and just, like, super fearful versus being terrified and, like, Mm -hmm. this is a good movie. So, like, right after I watched it, I convinced my aunt to take me to the mall so I could go to the bookstore, and I bought Carrie. So imagine, like, a Mm -hmm. 9, 10-year-old reading a Stephen King book. (laughs) And I would go through (laughs) – I would read during my lunch break and, like, yeah – but then it got to a certain point that I was too f- afraid to go on. So I never finished it. Um,
1: oh, really? You never yeah. finished it? It,
0: like, it scared me to death. And I was like, okay, I can't do it. That's crazy. <laughs> but it really, like, it got me on to, like, being a Stephen King fan, even though he messy. Mm. And really, like, in horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carrie, like, in general... I like to think of it as an anti-bullying PSA
1: mm-hmm.
0: because if everybody had like minded their business, leave this girl alone, everything would have been all right. Yeah. But there was something about Carrie that made her a target for everyone. Mm-hmm. And watching it, like I've seen this movie countless times. I have it on DVD. I have like a little pop figure of Carrie with the blood on her. Cool. Um, and sadly, like this is one of my comfort movies. Oh really? Um, I don't know if you guys like know this, but I have chronic migraines, so that's like migraines at least twenty to twenty five days out of the month. And keep in mind, most most months are like thirty days. So I have migraines most of the time. So when I'm out for the count, when I'm just wrapped up in a blanket burrito and watching TV, I'm always, almost always watching a horror movie. So Carrie is something, it's sad, but like Carrie is something I often revisit because there's something new to catch every single time. Like watching it for the podcast this week kind of like opened my eyes to different things. Um, that went on in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I should tell you guys and Ashley that I actually watched the remake too. Oh gosh. Oh. And I feel like I'm, I'm going to be talking about little stuff in the remake that I think, honestly, had the remake had a better cast, it could have done something. Yeah. But I feel like it added depth to. Um, Mostly Margaret White, Carrie's mom, mm. as opposed to Carrie. Mm. So, Ashley, do you want to like start off like what the movie like is about?
1: Uh, so, if you are not familiar with this movie, I can do a brief summary. So, this is a movie about Carrie. Uh, her name is Carrie White. I think her name is like Carietta something White. Yes, it's Carrie. <laughs> and uh, she's very shy. Very unpopular. Um, She's basically an outcast in her local high school in Maine. She lives with her mother, Margaret, who is a a religious fundamentalist and, like, an evangelist. And she's extremely um, abusive, both physically and emotionally, to Carrie. And aside from all of this, (laughs) Carrie is uh, also—she also has telekinesis. And when she's pushed over the edge, she's she ends up using these powers— to exact revenge on her bullying classmates, which her classmates, as you've mentioned, are absolutely horrible to her mm-hmm. for various reasons. But I did like a lot of like digging into the backstory on this movie uh, and on mm-hmm. Stephen King too, because I'm not familiar with I'm familiar with his work, and most people would be, even if you don't uh if you don't initially like seek out Stephen King, you have probably either heard of a Stephen Stephen King book or movie or have seen one because he has many 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 adaptions of his movies I'm sorry of his novels yes so Carrie was his very first published novel in 1974 and it's also the very first of his works to be adapted for the screen so think of 1974 I don't know it's a little over 40 years ago now there's more over a hundred <laughs> adaptions of his work. Yeah, he's up there. He is, if, if he's not prolific, at least he's very prolific, but also the adaptions mm-hmm. of his work, there seems to be like a never ending well of Stephen King <laughs> uh, material to draw from. Um. So the novel, I actually go, uh, looked up a lot about the novel too, because I was actually kind of interested in tackling like a Stephen King Book this year. I I did decide to watch, read Misery, but I haven't picked it out yet. Uh, oh yes, even though yes. that one. I know that's going to be a lot, just because I, I I read an article or an interview with him, like with Rolling Stone or something, and he was talking about how Annie Wilkes and Misery is basically cocaine to him. That's like the metaphor. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a lot. I would like to read that because <laughs> if you don't know, Stephen King has had like a big drug and alcohol problem in the past. Which I think has influenced a lot of his early
0: work. You could tell when you get into some stuff.
1: Yeah, he's he's a you lot. Can see, he, you can see I'm that white lady heard, up in there. Yeah, and I've heard like just some like because there's a sometimes there's a lot of big differences between his books and the adaptations, and <laughs> a lot of the books end up being way worse <laughs> than and like in terms mm-hmm. of like gore, just it's kind of like weird shit that, that happens. Um, but Carrie is an epistolary novel so much as the book is like newspaper clippings, magazine articles, letters, which is something I'm into. I like that style of writing. I'm not really like I like, you know, traditional novels, like straight up uh, prose, <laughs> I guess. But I also really am into. i have always been into books that kind of tell the story through letters just so I like the different um, formats and just the different perspectives that are all go to shape this one story. Um, and he uh, he wrote this, uh, I think, like in his like mid twenties. His wife actually told him that he should try writing about a girl instead of all these like. Mach- I guess he was writing a lot of like masculine stories or like a, a lot of stories about guys, and had never thought to mm-hmm. do one of like a, a girl in any situation. So he did it. He didn't even seem very confident about it, but he ended up uh, ended up being like a big a hit and he sold the rights for $2,500 which is not a lot of money and that would never happen (laughs) in 2018 but he said he was grateful and obviously he would be because you know it's the 70s you buy a car with that money um and there was a lot of stuff going on with the actual making of this movie like the uh the studio was United Artists they were toying with Retiling it pray for carrie and releasing it as a b-movie double feature so this pretty much almost got like put to the the back burner in terms of films and um certain scenes were like omitted from the final version due to financial limitations so they didn't really give the uh the production a whole lot of money uh sissy spacek played uh carrie and she actually tested for the role of chris who was the bully which i can't even imagine seeing that like i cannot imagine that that would have been a whole different movie. Um, and she was encouraged to test for that uh, for Chris by Brian De Palma, which I was like, well, that was a, a stupid move on your part, Brian. But she ended up getting a, nominated for an Academy Award for this. I didn't know that. Which it seems like a big deal since they, they're they not usually too kind to horror movies or fantasy movies in general. Um, Pretty much anything that's not a drama, yeah. the Academy doesn't really... Care and also, um, Piper Laurie who played her mother, got an Academy Award nomination for best supporting actress, or actually, I think she yeah, yeah, nominated. She didn't, I don't think she won. Um, but and then on the set, I was reading stuff about behind the scenes on the <laughs> set, and like Brian De Palma actually had the gym teacher like yell at slap the shit, yeah, people. like slap cast members, and like because it, it, the, the way that the characters talk to each other is like beyond what I would think would happen in a school and I mean I was like a teenager so I have obviously seen bullies and the bullied and my mom was watching this with me she was like yeah the 70s were a different time I was like all right <laughs> I was like I don't I don't know if you could open hand slap a girl like, <laughs> like <laughs> honestly I mean the teachers do get away with some they, terrible things like
0: yeah, They used to have, like, paddling, so, like, when you misbehave, you got a school-sanctioned it in, in your class. Yeah.
1: My mom went to Catholic school, and she um, wrote with her left hand, and she was—they would try to force her to write with her right hand, and so they would slap her hand with a ruler. She told me she threw down her, like, pencil, like, dramatically, and she'd pick it up. Like, they would force her to use her right hand, and so she would throw it down— Really dramatically, and then she would pick the pencil up with her left hand and start writing again <laughs> was very dramatic, but it did not it did not take. She is definitely left-handed. So yeah, there's some differences between the film and the book, which we can get into. Um, also other adaptations. I mean, I talked about uh, you know, Misery and Carrie, but there's also like if you're a big fan of 80s movies, there's like Cujo and Children of the Corn, which is terrible, which I think might have been yes! late 70s, early 80s. The Shining that everybody knows, which Stephen yes. actually hates that adapt- <laughs> adaptation, which I don't blame him. That movie's- I feel him on that one, honestly. It's kind of awful. I feel it. Um, but Stand By Me yeah. isn't necessarily a horror movie, but it's actually a really well-written kind of coming-of-age story. Yes. The Shawshank prediction, Green Mile. Yes. And of course, It. I think everybody knows about It. Yes. It, which I think is maybe yes. his- I feel like it's his weirdest in terms of what happens towards the end because there's like an orgy between the children, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little kid orgy, bro. Yeah, which I I'm glad they just did like the weird. If you've seen like the the remake of it, which is really good, I really liked it. I like the fact that they just did the blo- the blood brother kind of thing, which is a <laughs> <which>, uh, <laughs> very 80s. Because all the teenagers in my theater, both times I saw it, they were both like, "Ew, what the." What the fuck are they doing? De- and I was like, no, that was a thing before. Like, people were like, do not uh, exchange blood with people you don't know. Like, <laughs> 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 that was like a thing that people did. Like, I don't, I mean, before, like, you know, blood related diseases were like a big thing. Um, but I'm glad they did that and not like an orgy. I'm glad Beverly wasn't like, hey, you know what we should do? It's like, just. just we just should, all- like,
0: fucking this shit water, bruh. Oh, like,
1: like, she, she just was, was, like, 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 was like, hey let's do this and everybody's like all right i know stephen why would you do that cocaine oh yeah cocaine like rick james said, cocaine is a (laughs) hell of a drug (laughs) and stephen king can attest to that king said that he he doesn't like a lot of his movie adaptions because i mean they you know people fuck up things and they get stuff wrong but he said that Carrie is a dated but a good movie. So that seems about as high as praise. You right he might get. It's true. I mean, it is kind of dated in some of his like special effects, but I think like the themes that uh, presents with like bullying and like women, like I guess blossoming into your womanhood and all the uh the criticisms and trappings of that are still very um timeless and very relevant today, even though I don't know if anybody would Never tell me about getting my period. <laughs> I feel like people would be. That was, was weird. That was it's, yeah. That's very weird. Um, and one last thing. So I did my due diligence and watched the Riverdale Does Carrie episode. <laughs> uh, it is. It wasn't terrible. It so Carrie has been. Uh, there's been a sequel. There's been a remake. There's been a TV version. Or sorry, a TV movie version. Mm-hmm. And they also just did this Carrie episode. Um, the musical was like an eighties, like a late eighties thing. And it was like a terrible production. Like I think it had like a few previews and like it maybe ran for like four to six performances, which is maybe like two or three days and it closed. Yikes. But now it's like a cult obsession because it was such a huge flop. And so they did the musical on Riverdale. And so, you know, if you're familiar with the characters, Then the character choices make sense. But it um, kind of starts a larger story about friends doing you wrong and, and that kind of thing. And people, how do you get back at people and, or resolve, like, do you get back at them or do you resolve those issues and that kind of thing? Um, so yeah, I guess we can get into the meat of the story or start recapping. Um, unless we have like any other, uh, research on your part i know you you watched the 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 remake
0: so like before we started recording i asked ashley if she watched the like episode of riverdale because um the guy who wrote the new screenplay for um the carrie remake writes for riverdale like he is the writer for them he's also behind um the chilling adventures of sabrina the teenage witch um comic series as well as the upcoming TV show. So like I felt I thought that was hilarious that he wrote the remake and then put this in his later work. Mm. Um so I will be talking a little bit about the remake. Um but let's start this movie starts off at a really weird point in uh, someone's life. Yeah. So I feel like the movie um Opens and a gym class, and you kind of can see how Carrie already doesn't fit in. Um, she's a little more petite than some of the other girls in her class. She has long hair, like I don't want to say long hair like a sister wife, but she got long
1: hair like a sister wife. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she does kind of have like, long hair, like those. Those girls who never want to cut their hair, so they let their hair grow down to their knees. They don't ever do anything with it other than just having it be no. insanely long. Like they, they can't put it up because it looks ridiculous, and they can't curl it because mm-hmm. how would you? And so they just let it grow and grow and grow, and it just looks so ridiculous. Like she's compared to her classmates, she's like a lot. Like when you said, like she's a lot smaller and petite but she's also like not with the times because everybody has like gorgeous no like their faucet hair like kind of like yes. or at least some style to their hair and she's just kind of like i look like a long i don't want to say broomstick but like that's <laughs> what it reminds me of like it's just <laughs> i feel bad because she's just there like she clearly is like very awkward and very like Giddish, almost like
0: her whole like all of her body language is like closed off Mm -hmm. so she's always kind of like hunched over and she's very meek and like pulling out some of my stephen king knowledge so honestly when you think about the casting of sissy spacek as carrie it is totally different from how carrie is described in the book so in the book Carrie is a thickum so she's a plus-size woman by like 70 standard she might be like a cute 12 14 um mm-hmm. today's standard she's kind of slim thick um but she has a lot of acne and they kind of like express that she has like backne as well so basically what it boils too. down to i
1: was like Steven yeah.
0: <laughs> like it's Lena Dunham Oh. Lena my Dunham.
1: God. Is the, <laughs> that's yeah, who Carrie yeah. is. Oh my God. But we root for Carrie <laughs> We don't root for her. Yeah, and
0: now if Lena Dunham was Carrie, I'd be like, bruh, Because mm. Le- I hate Lena Dunham, y'all. She like human garbage. But Sorry. Carrie Carrie um, doesn't mock <laughs> nobody.
1: That's the difference.
0: No, Carrie. All Carrie, Carrie, all Carrie trying to do is live her life.
1: She's trying to get, her, get, she get home and dodge her mother. <laughs>
0: yeah but like there's something about sissy spacek in this role like sissy spacek is a white woman she is a traditionally beautiful white woman but there's something in her mannerisms her facial expression expressions that makes her feel a little bit more alien compared to everybody else in the movie
1: she looks very like Like thin and lanky, and she's got really big eyes, and she just the way she like looks at people, and like she, the way she like interacts with her environment, she almost feels like she's never like been on this planet before.
0: Like she looks, I'm gonna be honest, she looks weird. Like she looks weird, and you can kind of see that she probably has never fit in with anybody that she's gone to school with ever, and. Sissy's basic like she did that like she is so great in this role but okay Mm -hmm. so back to the movie so they get done with Jim and then you go into the locker room and this is something that like for the first time ever I paid attention to despite like owning this movie I was like it's a whole bunch of naked ass people in this movie like the first 10 minutes it's just straight nakedness just titties ass everywhere and i'm
1: like uh you can tell that a dude directed this because it is not like that in like in this locker room it's not like that at all everybody's trying to like cover their boobs and like not let you see like their bellies or whatever like nobody's just like out there just like frolicking and just like, like
0: whole ass naked like just letting
1: to the wind and like <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's so, like, overly, like, sensual that I'm like, no teenage girl is like that. Like, the way Carrie is in the bathroom is way more accurate than what Brian De Palma thinks is what happens in the bathroom. And I don't even know if it, it's, like, written like that in the book or whatever. But, like, when I was watching it, I was like, I do not remember it being this long, <laughs> drawn out, and no. in slow motion. That's the other thing. It's The slow motion is the part that gets me. And then it's
0: like, like, the uh like star trek filter when they try to make um captain kirk um on tos look like a snack where like they like have that like nice little blur around the edges of the screen oh, and lead. then kirk smiles and he looks like a snack yes
1: oh lord that's how
0: like the whole film is like filmed mm-hmm. and um like watching this i was like who actually showers at school like Everybody I knew growing up, you would just go to your next class musty. Like that's mm-hmm. just what it was. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> took whole showers <laughs> during the day. Oh,
1: I would between even classes. Sweat. I wouldn't even sweat that much, I think, on purpose, just because I would not want to have to like pat myself down with like paper towels or a washbox or whatever. And have to <laughs> wanna, like, strip. Like I wouldn't want to strip down because I didn't want to get naked. And of course the sh- the showers aren't like clean and all that. So who the hell is gonna be? this full on like I'm butt naked like I'm at home in the shower nobody does that (laughs) I don't know anybody I mean I guess now because you know I've been going to like the gym like off and on since like I don't know like December and so the one time I was at the gym and I came in and this girl was like Full on, like butt on the bench, and I was like, I cannot believe you got your bare ass on the bench. That's so disgusting. And I just, I refuse to sit down now. So I don't touch, I don't touch things in the locker rooms. But so maybe she would fit in well with a Brian De Palma, De Palma film because uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be me. It would not be me. <laughs> and- Okay,
0: so, like, I'm sorry. So, this is, like, our jump-off. Like, this is when shit gets real. So, like, everybody, like, mm-hmm. washing their ass, like, slapping people with towels and giggling and stuff, which, you know, all women do in a high school bathroom mm-hmm. after gym. Mm-hmm. And Carrie's taking a shower. And then, like, this is what Ashley was mentioning. Like, it's a very tight shot of, like, Carrie's thighs and the water running through them, and then all of a sudden it's like the floodgates are open and like Carrie starts like hemorrhaging blood, and I
1: was like, also this is a mighty heavy flow, bro.
0: I was like, this is a heavy flow, bro. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that was like somebody had stabbed her. Like, that was never like. I mean, it's good for like horror movie because it's horrifying. But to see that much blood come out of a person when you're not expecting it, but like that would not happen either. Like never would it be just like a flat like if you are like a dude listening to this and you've never even like had done dealt with like a girl in her menstrual cycle like that does not happen i just want y'all to know (laughs) i feel like it's my duty to tell y'all it's that is not how that works especially if you're like a ho chap i don't know how you found this podcast that does not happen either i know (laughs) i feel like i know how y'all feel about periods y'all don't agree y'all don't believe you mean the white man the white man man.
0: causes periods
1: yeah, yeah. If we, you stop believing in a white man, you wouldn't yeah. menstruate, right? Yeah. yeah, if you didn't do the white man's work and you didn't watch the white man's films mm. and all the, and interact with mm. them, yeah, you wouldn't bleed. Mm. What is else? You don't Mm-mm, eat Not at all. If you don't eat meat, you don't have to yeah, you I mean, don't eat meat.
0: Mm mm. That's the white man. The white man making you have your period, bruh.
1: <laughs> oh my God, it's so terrible <laughs> to still say stuff like that in 2018. <laughs> so. <laughs> So like when Carrie
0: looks down, like her hands look like she just murdered somebody <laughs> with her bare
1: and, hands. And, and the way, okay, so also I have another thing about this team. First of all, aside from the sensualness, <laughs> like the way Carrie is like washing herself is so odd because it's like you need- I was like, Carrie, are you are you masturbating in the school shower? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was drinking water almost that. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm watching this with my mom and I completely forgot that this is the way that the movie opens so I was kind of like um what is going on like this is very drawn out <laughs> and then also and this comes up later too I was like do people not really not use washcloths like I don't understand that I concept guess. at all of just wiping your hands on your body mm-hmm. with soap uh, and it makes me so I guess. Upset. But the, the big thing is that Carrie gets her period and it's a gusher. <laughs> that was <the> first
0: time. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. All right. So she freaks out. Like she freaks out. She's like, oh my God, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm dying. And she like runs out of like the shower. And the first person that she touches is Sue Snail. Oh, yeah. And Sue was wearing a white top. Oh And yeah. Carrie rubs her mistress. her, her blood on the Sue's top. And Sue, like honestly, if it were me, I would slap Carrie too. Like I'm wearing white, and you go, oh hell no! Nah. Like any me, kind of Carrie laughs swear up.
1: Any kind of she blood. She's going to have
0: to square up, her titties out. We fighting. Like, any, this any is kind of, just what's going to happen.
1: Any kind of blood that's not mine, please don't come near me <laughs> with it. I don't care if you oh my have just been stabbed. Please don't touch me with your blood. Like, that bob, that, oh, God. And I was like, well, damn, no wonder nobody likes this girl. But then so <laughs> bad for her <it> because... <laughs> Like she's just, she's, I mean, she literally is wa- running around screaming like, "Oh my God, help me!" I'm di-. like she, like imagine you actually she being she stabbed. He thought she was like dead, <laughs> like in her in her desperation, she goes and like touches like five different people, out- oh, screaming God. and begging for help. <laughs>
0: and like Sue is like, what? Like she was like, what is going on? And then she looked at her arm. I was like, Whoa. like her eyes went, Oh, hell no. And then Chris, yeah. who is the primary bully, noticed and she was like, Oh my god, she got her period. And then everybody's like, Carrie has her period. And so these raggedy bitches, instead of helping the girl who is like dying, like she thinks she's dying, these hoes go get pads and tampons and start throwing it at her and say plug it up, plug it up and she's crying and bleeding and everybody's just in her face talking about plug it up plug it up and just throwing shit at her and
1: she's like she was like buried she was buried under 1970
0: pads a pad from the 70s is the equivalent of like a twin mattress so she got like them all <laughs> over and
1: That's she's like bleeding
0: that her towel is bloody and like and she's like help! and I was like damn Carrie like this is fucked up I felt so bad for her in that moment I, but like yeah. sometimes y'all this might be TMI yeah. like when you go down like the feminine hygiene aisle sometimes I'll be like chanting like plug it up when I get like tampons cause
1: I Are think you, it's funny oh like oh my god <laughs> oh my like, god! like it's just
0: something that i carry with me all the time I'll be like movie. hell yeah
1: it this movie is in your dna basically it is. Is
0: <laughs> yes it is it's it's part of me now <laughs> but like, <laughs> i'm sorry guys okay let me compose myself so the gym teacher comes in like what the fuck y'all doing And she sees like Carrie under these pads crying and people like chanting at her. She's like y'all get the fuck back, right? Get the fuck back. And so she goes to try to help Carrie and Carrie's like oh my god I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. So she like hauls off and smacks the shit out of Carrie. Like it it was like her pimp, like her hand was strong as fuck and she just like slapped her and like what's wrong with you? And Carrie's like I'm dying And, and like the gym teacher is wearing white shorts. Like everybody in this movie is like wearing white in this scene for some yeah, reason. At some point, so it's like a bloody handprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the gym teacher's
1: shorts.
0: It was big, and she's like, "It's just your period. Get it together." And then she kind of like shakes her. Like,
1: yeah, she uh. did it. Did it. I was like, "Can you do that shit <laughs> in the seventies? <70s>, my god!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> she like, uh, get it together and. Then she slowly realizes that Carrie literally doesn't have any idea what's mm-hmm. happening to her. Yeah. And then that's when you kind of see her kind of like soften up and yeah. instead of like being like, what the fuck, dude? you like almost 18 years old. You don't know what's happening. She's like, okay, y'all raggedy bitches leave and she tends to carry.
1: And Carrie. And Carrie so also like her first like t- telekinetic incident, like the light bulb in the shower mm-hmm. pops. And I think mm-hmm. that due to the stress, but we don't really know at the, at the time. I mean, of course, if you, if you know the story, then you have some inkling that something's not right, but basically the overall stress of, of thinking she's dying and probably getting slapped by her gym teacher in front of anybody under like a mountain of like tampons and pads <laughs> Probably <laughs> well, probably led to her being like, all right, <laughs> like I can't. The energy has to go somewhere for his electricity. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: like the gym teacher, like gets her together and takes her to the principal's office. So, this kind of gives you more insight to like nobody really cares about Carrie at all because Mm-mm. the gym teacher, being I mean, sorry, not the gym teacher, the principal is like, "Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you, Cassie," and she was like, "My name is Carrie." Okay, Cassie, so like, uh I heard you got your situation today. <laughs> like, it was funny because, like, I don't know why talking about, like, having a period is so, like, distressing for guys,
1: mm-hmm. and they,
0: like, refuse to acknowledge it when it literally happens to pretty much most women that you know. At yeah. one point in their life, it's gonna happen. So yeah. there's honestly nothing for women to be embarrassed about when it happens. So, and because guys, like, it's part of life. It is what it is. Everybody poops, everybody pisses. Some people have periods. That's what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. But the principal is visibly uncomfortable talking about the situation. And he keeps like, "Uh, you know, that thing you got going on, you know, life and uh, that stuff. (laughs) Like everything but saying you got your period.
1: And Class he calls her Cassie. Honestly,
0: <laughs> he's like Cassie. Like, we'll let you go home, Cassie. We'll let you go.
1: Didn't even Carrie was like, my name is Carrie. <laughs> like, can you get my yeah, name right. My did. name is Carrie. The like the
0: third time he yeah, called her Cassie, she made the ashtray. Apparently, you could smoke in school, so like the ashtray like falls yeah. off the desk, and then they look at her like, uh.
1: Yeah, and and before they bring Carrie into the room, the gym teacher and the principal are talking about like how weird it is because Carrie, like you said, is almost eighteen. I think she's like a senior in high school, right? And she's yes. basically almost eighteen and has no idea what a period is. It was also very weird for a period to start that late. Even in the seventies, I would think it'd be like super out of the ordinary for your period to come that late in your. Like adolescence, but they also are like, mm-hmm. oh well. They allude to Carrie's mother and says, well, she probably doesn't know because of her mother's religious beliefs, and we have to like respect that. Ooh, I, think, I think, and I think that's the principal saying that, and the gym teacher is like, hell no, but you know, there's not really a whole lot they can do because Carrie's mom is Carrie's mom, and she has a big, she's a big um, factor in why Carrie is the way she is, including the fact that she does not know that this will be her life for a good chunk 20 minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like you know that periods are a thing like adult adoles- like adolescence is a thing and or at least puberty is a thing like she doesn't I think you would know that would happen to you I don't know maybe Carrie I think in the book they say that Carrie is like partially homeschooled so I wonder if that yes. factors in here that like Maybe her mom just like shoved her into <laughs> into high school all late. and was just like, well, fuck sex ed. <laughs> you cannot give that simple. So, shit. like
0: in the remake, so this is something that like popped up in the remake. What happened in the remake is that Carrie was homeschooled until they made her mother put her in regular school with other kids. Mm. So, that is probably why, like, she's out of step with everybody else in our class yeah. and it when you think about it today like parents who have really strict religious beliefs can make sure that the um, students don't um, participate in these classes like when I was in high school we had this asshole kid who said that he didn't want to read a book about like gay stuff so they he was like gay stuff is re- against my religion and so he didn't have to read the book everybody roasted him about it though um because he was being an asshole yeah but like he didn't have to do it so we had to watch like we all had to read the prince of tides and he got out of it which um guys look up the prince of tides and see why um a group of high school seniors should not have been reading that in school
1: okay I've, i've never heard of that but i'm going to google it and i will Get back yeah. to you. Google I, it. I don't think me and my little Texas school, they wouldn't have probably let us do that. But I... Oh, it's and, a movie. Uh, check out the book. Oh, Not the, the
0: movie. <laughs> no, not, not the, the movie. Check <laughs> out what
1: happens in the book. I'm worried already. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this and I'm going to give y'all an update because I'm worried. she's. <laughs> Brittany's laughing. Brittany's laughing and I'm going something fucked up happens in that movie. Or in that book. So... <laughs> i'm scared already it's an interesting read brilliant <laughs> really
0: so this is when we're introduced to carrie i'm um, sorry margaret white harry's mother so she picks up carrie from school and basically like lays into carrie about getting her period like she goes off on a tangent um quoting like Bible verses to Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like punishing her for becoming like maturing as a person.
1: Yeah. And, and she she makes like, Carrie like repeat back like religious I guess those are scriptures. Some of them didn't sound familiar, and I was like, That sounds like some son no, that somebody somebody wrote and distributed. No, they were made up.
0: A lot of the stuff that she said were like yeah. it wasn't in the Bible. Like she made that
1: up. Yeah, I was like, I never heard of that one, but I don't know if I mean they. I think they do reference like periods in the Bible, but I don't think it was to that depth <laughs> of like she was. The on first you.
0: curse was a curse of blood, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah, she's like, I'm what? At "What? Oh yeah, because the pamphlet she has is like sins of the woman. Like she basically like, <laughs> oh, if she if she remains sinless, the blood wouldn't come. I took that down, so she's essentially blaming Carrie for sinning, and this is why she has started her period, but I mean, Carrie don't do nothing, nobody. Hey, Ashley. What mm-hmm. Ashley. Mm-hmm.
0: What it? I feel like Margaret White might have been a hotep, low-key.
1: I mean, she was the earliest hotep, probably a white hotep. She also dressed like a witch. I wrote that down. She dressed like a puritanical witch. Because can't do that yeah. and she was like an all-black or, like, a vampire, and I was, like, she looks, like, and even my mom, like, when she goes and, like, evangelizes to one of the neighbors, uh, I think to, like, Sue's mom or whatever, like, my mom was, like, mm-hmm. you know, she, like, came into the doorway when she was asked, and I was, like, that's a vampire, shit. It's a vampire. <laughs> Vampires do that. She's evil. She's a witch. And, uh but, yeah, like, she, she She's lilith She's scary-looking, like, she's very very buttoned up, and I mean, obviously I'm sure dressing in, like, colors is probably some sinful shit too, so she clearly avo- mm-hmm. avoids the rainbow at all costs for the most part. Mm-hmm. Can't have know, that but...
0: mixed fabrics, y'all. mm mixed fabrics, no, can't have polyester.
1: Fabric. No, um no red, mm-hmm. for sure, because I'm sure that means you're a whore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the, the main a thing about harlot? this is that mm. she she a harlot you know but she basically ber- berates carrie for doing well not even it's not carrie's fault it's like i mean it's what happens to your body like she can't she can't help it and carrie's actually mad that she didn't tell her probably because she looked like a damn fool at school for not knowing mm-hmm. and her mom freaks out on her and like drags her to a broom closet like physically drag i think like by the hair or something Drags her to the broom closet. Yeah. to you see her like her physical uh abuse, and but also like the emotional and verbal abuse, and locks her in the broom closet. And it's like a prayer closet. And she basically does this to carry to make her, I guess, like a for her supposed sins, or at least the sins that that Margaret thinks she's done, which is existing. Later <laughs> we mm-hmm. find out it is existing. Your whole life is just a, one big sin. So,
0: like, in this scene, like, something I picked up on this viewing, I feel like um, when Ke- uh, when Margaret is yelling stuff at Carrie, so she's saying, like, the first curse was a curse of blood, and after the blood comes the boys, because they can smell the blood, they know. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is very weird. And when you hear her talk about, like, her, like, maturing as a woman... Um if it kind of sounds like um Margaret was probably assaulted and yeah. when you go and read the book you find out that she Okay, trigger warning guys. So in the book Carrie is the product of marital rape. So yeah. like she like in the in the remake they go a little bit more into detail With It's not, like, graphic, but um, Margaret is sharing this story with Carrie to, like, persuade her from an event that happens later in the movie. Um, But she says that she was, like, in bed with her husband, and they were just going to sleep, and he took advantage of her, essentially. And the guilt, like, that's abuse.
1: I think he was, like, really, really drunk or something. I forget what she says because I think to me made it sound like they never had sex at all like even though they were married which I thought was strange considering so I couldn't really tell like what stage of their relationship they were in was it like a long-term thing or was it was like an actual marriage even though I mean she took his name so I guess they were married but the way she like described Damn. it almost I was like are they together but yeah I mean I from what I like research and then like what you said too like they said that it was marital rape and that she may have enjoyed it partially but she feels like she definitely feels guilty and like she's a sinner, even though it's again something that's not the woman's fault but she clearly takes it to the next level and yes uh, it kind of marks all her choices like regarding carrie for like the rest of carrie's life
0: and I'm going to reference the, I feel like, okay, the remake is not good, y'all. But it does a little something. So like the opening of the remake, Margaret is alone in her house, dressed in all white and she's in labor. But mm. she doesn't know, like I don't know how she didn't know, but she was on an episode of I didn't know I was pregnant, apparently. Um, and she didn't know that she was not dying. Like she kept like praying and say, Lord, please don't kill me. Um, I'm dying. I'm dying. But she was actually in labor and she birthed Carrie by herself in their home. And she, when she realizes that she just had a baby, she stares at care, like the newborn for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then she picks out like a giant pair of scissors like they were the biggest scissors I've ever seen in my whole life, and she plans on killing this newborn baby. But oh like they go back and forth between the baby's eyes and her eyes, and she changes her mind. She decides to keep the baby. Like if you go like with the rest of the movie, you could see that she experiences. I feel like she experiences a lot of guilt in association to Carrie's birth and how she was um conceived. And it it doesn't do this completely for me, but it kind of gives me a little bit more leeway into why she might be the way that she is. Yeah. Um it doesn't excuse her actions, but it does give me some kind of reason to why she like like why she does some of the things that she does. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, she locks Carrie in this closet with the scariest, <laughs> like, it's like, uh, the it's a figurine of Jesus essentially on, um, the cross being crucified.
1: I was okay. But I like was, the eyes. I was googling <laughs> this, and I could not figure out because when I, when I was watching it originally, I was like, "Is it Jesus?" Then I saw somewhere it's like supposed to be Saint Sebastian. Saint like, Sebastian, mm-hmm. yeah, with like the with the um, the arrows in in his body, which is like if you don't know, for those who don't, you know, have any ex- knowledge of like early Christian stuff, it's uh, Saint Sebastian was like a Christian martyr, basically. Which, but the the figurine looks like he, her mother, like it has the same hair. So I was like, are we trying to say that she's? a martyr because in that scene like obviously you would not think that her mother was a martyr for anything because her (laughs) mother really just dragged dragged her to a closet and locked her in there and made her pray for several hours to confess or you know Mm -hmm. To absolve her of sins that she didn't do. But it is so weird because the eyes, like you were about to say, like her, the eyes are all like glowing. Like it's in some weird. They look like right?
0: Michael Jackson at the end of Thriller when he turns back around. This like the glowing cat eyes. I was like, oh, hell no. Like that scared me. Like this was a part of the movie that scared me when I was little. Like the glowing eyes on his little crucified figure. I was like, no. And she has to spend like hours in that closet, bruh.
1: Yeah. Hours. Like, just pray, praying to this creepy ass fucking figurine. And then I don't know. I guess the eyes have like got knocked out. Or was it actually a candle? I don't know. But it was, it would not make me very um, warm to the concept of praying <laughs> or talking to God. Because what the? It looks like some demon from hell. Honestly, it looked terrifying. Mm-hmm. But then, I guess that goes like with a lot of people's like understanding of religion is that you should be terrified of these supernatural beings. Like a lot of, mm-hmm. I guess, religions, uh, they advocate for, you know, fear in, in their religion versus feeling like you have a buddy in Jesus. <laughs> Carrie's mom is definitely like one of those like straight up, like, God fearings might the wicked type of people. And that figurine looked like it would come alive and kill you.
0: <laughs> yes. While you sleep, you just stand up and there's a little dude with glowing eyes, with a little knife. Glowing eyed. Glowing, yeah. <laughs> little, two little glowing eyes just looking at you in the dark.
1: Like, hey. Oh,
0: Lord. <laughs> <Okay>. Oh, Lord.
1: <laughs> <Oops>. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Carrie's mom would be right now. she would curse us. <laughs> oh, she would. We would both
0: be in this damn closet. We probably would yeah, be because I don't feel like it. Carrie's mom would be too fine to black folks. So I feel like she would probably be like, "Not in my house. Not the Nikos. Not in my
1: house. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. We, don't we don't allow colored in here."
1: I know, because isn't she like a southern woman, too? Like, they're both in name, but they both had I mean, Sissy Spacek is from Texas, so they kind of made sense for she her. She like, I actually. don't know, mama. I don't Why didn't ma- you mama. tell
0: me, mama? <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't. didn't tell me about this, mama. Everybody laughed at me.
1: I just Googled, like, where she was from, and she's like from... Like, the town, as of 2010, there's like a thousand people in that town. Because I'm a very tiny town in Texas. So it makes sense. But I was not. Under- and her mother also seems very like hellfire and damnation. Like very southern lady. And you <laughs> can just imagine her looking at us like, get out. <laughs> Is this, like, no, not in here. <laughs> <laughs> not this, you know? absolutely not. <laughs> you will not have that in this house. <laughs> <laughs> how hard we
0: just laughed at that little figurine she mm-mm, that would be a rap she she would not oh, yeah. would not thank allow you. it in her house
1: like too so
0: <laughs> I feel like this is where we meet like the next scene is where we meet the major antagonist I think with um, um Chris
1: yeah well so I have the part where she shatters the mirror because she She's getting stronger in her powers. She doesn't know her powers are what they are, but she uh, broke a mirror and then put it back together magically with her mind powers. Uh, and then the part where she's in English class—I guess it's kind of established uh, that she has a crush on the guy that ends up being Tommy. Um, uh, Tommy Ross. And then the gym. Oh yeah, so we yeah, so after this we get to the the gym scene. And somebody has written, Carrie White eats shit on the gym Eat doors. Uh, and mm. the gym teacher has basically said, everybody is getting detention. Um, and she berates everybody for making fun of Carrie. Which I also thought was another part. I was like, can gym teachers talk like this? Because the girl was like, where do I put my gum? And the gym teacher like, you can choke on it for all I care. And I was like, my goodness. <laughs> <The laughs> no, nah, that's one. a lawsuit. Well,
0: your license got to be suspended.
1: I know, I was like, can you really talk to people like that? I know you can probably talk to like anybody like that now, especially like a, a minor, but good grief. So she gives everybody one week of detention. Um and there's like a very, very long scene where they're doing the detention is basically like physical fitness, and they have to do it or they won't be allowed to go to prom. I think that's like the the requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the girls, I'm pretty sure is ends up being Chris like, goes to the teacher, and she's, like, basically, like, fuck this shit, <laughs> and, uh, right.
0: you the can't us, her. we're white teens, How <laughs> dare you, basically,
1: you can't say these things to us, and, uh, the coach slaps her again, so that basically cements, like, the punishment, uh, and then she slapped shit out of her, Oh my God. And in front of all the teens because she wanted people to back her up and they wouldn't do it like i think sue was one of the girls who she asked to like hey like if we all band together we could you know basically not have detention anymore because it's bullshit and sue was like no and that kind of like splits their i think they're friends right and they kind of drift apart after that just because and it, it comes up that sue yeah, I, I didn't really, I couldn't really tell, but I know Sue, I mean, in the coming themes, you find out that Sue, uh, actually feels bad for what happened. Uh, even at the time, you can't really tell. Uh, so meanwhile, while all this is happening, uh, Carrie goes to the library and she looks up books on miracles, which I forgot they had to do it like Aww. this, where they have to go and like look up the card by like the Dewey Decimal System. And- <laughs> all that and like actually go and find the book and like i'm so used to going on like the library website and being like i need this book by this name (laughs) and and not having like paged for some through all these note cards and she finds this book called the science of miracle or science behind miracles and finds out about uh her and like what that entails which is kind of Funny, but I guess she kind of knew what she was looking for. Like I feel like I move stuff with my mind. What's going on in there? <laughs> is this a miracle or what? I, I,
0: I don't know what. I think this might have been during this scene because I wrote a note that says, "Sissy is such a good actress. She reads like Lisa Ray so well in this movie. Like you would think that she would popcorn read like Lisa Ray, and I was like, that is talent. That is."
1: Talent. You are you. Lisa you, Ray can't read. <laughs> she can't read. Yeah. It's also debatable if she can act. you don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, so and yeah, I relay um, recently like Lisa, Lisa Ray too. That's how I read out loud. Let me like. Mm. I'm
1: sorry, Lisa Ray, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> like, uh, Can I'm you sorry. pass? I don't want to read it out. Well.
1: In, into the prayer closet, Brittany. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> okay oh, so after after he finds out about telekinesis um uh, sue asks uh her boyfriend tommy which is the same guy from the english class like defends carrie i guess after she has a, a quite emotional uh reaction to his writing i believe or that whole scene is kind of uh weird but um yeah, she randomly asked him to be, like, go be Carrie's prom date. and no, that was weird, like... So I was, I think the way they frame this, because they also pair this up with another scene um with Chris and her boyfriend, and they're plotting against Carrie for real, but I always thought they, they were all sort of plotting against her, but you kind of, I guess it's kind of like a red herring, almost, where you think, like, they both asked their boyfriends to fuck with Carrie, uh, but really, Sue really does think that this is an actual, like, a good thing and like something that could help Carrie. And she feels really bad. And you find out out like in a few scenes later because I was sitting up there in the living room like she's a liar, <laughs> she's lying. <laughs> you they're find Claudia against
0: Carrie. Like Sue, Sue is the only person that truly feels terrible about how she treated. Um, Carrie like she knows that she did something wrong and honestly Mm -hmm. when you watch that first scene of the shower you kind of see it in her face like after she was buried under like three pads that like you could see that Sue is like this is fucked up like she realizes in that moment that this was a mistake and she feels so bad about technically instigating the whole event like she instigated it like and she's yeah. doing all that she can yeah. to make it up to Carrie, which is honestly really noble. Honestly,
1: yeah. I don't know how many people right. will be like, "Here, take my boyfriend to the prom." It's my only prom. Oh, no, not that noble. You take. Yeah, I don't noble. know anybody Mm-mm. that's noble, so that's why I was like, "This." Is- I feel like it's it's that's why I was like, "This feels like a setup," but apparently it's not. Um, and so then there's we see John Travolta. <laughs> It was Billy and Chris and their- oh, big Five John Travolta. Yes. Oh my God! I wrote down. I wrote down that his hair was sponsored by Scientology.
0: I wrote down young, big fine John Zinu bitch Travolta.
1: No. Oh my God! I was
0: like, all caps. Oh my God. Young, big Five. This is the first- John Travolta. Zinu and his bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is yes. He was holding them little soup cans. He was ready. He got his little fading couch, got them soup cans in his first role. Scientology made this happen, y'all. Oh my god. Look
1: I at it. He, it's so beautiful this is, like, this is before he was like really big time like movie star because it's before uh I think it was like after Welcome Back Cotter, but before uh, like Saturday, Saturday Night Fever, which is like yeah one of his like defining roles so uh he's driving and it's you know typical boy shit he's like driving with like a drinking a pbr and Bruh. i was
0: <laughs> like, this still, like this is
1: yeah this is illegal so this is actually illegal i asked my mom i was like were you allowed to do this too? And she was like no <laughs> drunk driving was still legal and so um the party <laughs> i had to double check there's a lot of things that have happened the last 40 years i don't know so they go to a party um and they're flirting but they're they have like a really really like tenuous relationship because they basically call each other names like she always calls them a dumb shit and they flirt a lot but then they get kind of aggressive and then he she calls them a dumb shit again like the fifth time and he slaps like the shit like so many people like, get slapped uh, in this movie i was and like damn kind of,
0: first we got a domestic incident. Ain't nobody wearing seatbelts. Y'all drinking, no. y'all smoking. I'm like, it's a lot going on in this damn car. It's a lot. Like all it all, all
1: happens. And this is like the pre-party. This isn't even like the after. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is pre-game, essentially. And so then she decides, like, after that, after he slaps her that she's going to give him head. And in the middle of that, <laughs> she, in the middle of that, she's like, I hate Carrie White. Like when she's like <laughs> And John is like, who? Ooh, <laughs> Billy? Yeah, <ooh. laughs> who? Is... And I was. My reaction was the same. I was like, "Girl, why are you talking about this <laughs> but I guess it's I was a kind like... of way of establishing, like, "Hey, like, we're gonna get revenge on this girl um, for what she did." We don't <laughs> see their co- We don't see their conversation, but essentially, like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that she gave him head. So he would be amenable to the idea of of what they do to Carrie. Because I mean, he really didn't have anything. I mean, he didn't have anything to do with like the gym class or anything. He's like, I don't know who that girl is. Like, what does that have to do with me?
0: Oh my god! So I'm she, looking at my note, Ashley. Why, I a terrible person!
1: I was what like, What did you say? How,
0: how is she asking for all this with a full of dick? Like. She's having, like, a whole, whole conversation. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> like, it
0: would be like, Billy, 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 I hate Carrie White. I'm like, girl, you you doing something right now. Like, how are you sounding so clear right now? You got something going on.
1: I'm very glad the car wasn't in motion because oh. that would have been <laughs> that would have been uh, an awful awful ending to that their little story.
0: <laughs> that would be the start of another Stephen King movie cop Dinner. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Stephen Stephen, you would like to take that that uh, idea and you know just pick a little <laughs> little thing little fee? That'd be nice. Oh, because I mean, that's could what they're gonna probably end up doing something else Carrie-related anyway. The way that movies are going, like, they're gonna do something Carrie-related. Like, already. everybody hates Carrie, surprised. right? I know, I'm like, dang, that girl ain't do nothing to y'all. I mean, besides the that she got you all in trouble. But she didn't tell y'all to bury her under a, a mountain of tampons. Like, y'all did that on your own. So, uh, what else oh, happened? What hell, oh, I'm sorry. So, so, intercut with that, um, I like the way those two scenes were done, actually, just, like, with Don Travolta's character and and like Tommy and Sue Um because it, it kind of shows like you don't really know like you have an idea that something is up but you don't really trust the fact that like why would a girl tell her boyfriend that you should take this random ass girl that got me detention for a week <laughs> to the prom and like so you you feel like something at least for me I felt like something was going to happen or they were going to do separate incidents because I didn't really remember who was like the 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 actual uh perpetrator of the big prank at the end so I Mm -hmm. thought like oh like they're both about to do something or they teamed up after school and maybe you know decided hey we're gonna ask for individual boyfriends but then I also remembered like but she told Chris like or Sue told Chris like yeah I'm not gonna go up to the gym teacher like I mean we just gonna have to suffer our punishment so I had kind of forgotten about that part but um, so yeah so we find out that, that Sue has told Tommy or no Tommy tells Sue that he'll agree to take Carrie to the prom um, and he finds her in the library finds Carrie in the library because Carrie's back in the library asking looking picking up stuff about telekinesis you know, you know you know, sometimes you you know, us nerdy girls or us, you know, girls who like to rely on um books and things instead of, you know, you can't go to your mom for help with this, obviously. Then you go to the next first thing. I go to YouTube. <laughs> so if I gotta go to YouTube for stuff, you know, I, I can feel carry at that moment. I mean, who else are you gonna tell? They're gonna think you're fucking crazy. You say, Oh yeah, I can move yeah. things with my mind like oh well let's haul you off so Carrie <laughs> Carrie has the best reaction because he basically like pops up out of nowhere and like hey do you want to go prom with me and she's like silently like backs away <laughs> and the power walks up out of there <laughs> I thought that was a really oh. great reaction because so she's like oh she just she got kind of tina belters her way <laughs> <laughs> Right, I don't even think she does like her weird gnome, but she's kind of like links uh, back. <laughs> like,
0: uh, And she just walks out.
1: Yeah, she's like, I don't trust it, which I didn't blame her either. That was good um, instincts, Carrie. Yeah, I mean, why would why would they? They haven't been nice to you like this entire time you've been in high school. So why would you even think that they would, you know, have the best intentions for you?
0: And Carrie's, like, super skeptical. She's like, nah, y'all not get me again. Mm Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, and especially, like, you're a boy I've never, like, really interacted with. like. I mean, girls can have their nefarious ways, but boys can also be, like, equally evil. They're just usually more overt about it. Um, because I yes. mean that's masculinity in a nutshell. So <laughs> I don't blame her for backing the hell out and be like, "Nope, this is not for me." I have a book on telekinesis. Hey. I need to figure out what's going on with my brain. Goodbye.
0: This okay. I'm sorry you mentioned something like so, guys. Hi, I majored in psychology, and oh, nice. in school, I wrote a um, like a couple of papers about bullying. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Probably because I was bullied as a kid for dumb reasons. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I was younger, I got bullied for being smart and then I got bullied for being
1: a fat kid.
0: It's so, not always
1: the way. It's always something about like, being smart or being fat. Like, it's never... Like, what... Because I answered the question, right? All of a sudden, it's a problem. Like, we're always supposed to be yes. dumb in the class. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course, you know what you're talking about?
0: <laughs> and, like, so, like, that made me, like, interested in, like, how bullying affects people in the long term mm-hmm. because I know, I'm getting real with you guys, for me, bullying, they like to call bullying, like, think of bullying as, like, a character-building experience, but it doesn't mm-hmm. actually build character. Like, bullying in, like, extreme forms, as we can see it's devastating. I feel like bullying can basically destroy a person. Um, for me, I was able to get through it. Like, it's not fun. I struggle with self-esteem issues until I like got older and realized like none of this stuff matters. Like I'm awesome. Like I'm, I'm probably the best person you would ever meet ever in your life, but it took me a while to get there. Mm-hmm. And Like, I did get some really cool byproducts from bullying, and that's mostly, like, my weird sense of humor. So I'm really funny because of bullying, and I know a lot Mm -hmm. about computers because of bullying. But um, in college, there are two kind of, like, types of bullying. With guys, like Ashley you just mentioned, guys just, like, physically bully people. Like, they punch people, Mm -hmm. kick people, assault people. That's the way that most guys tend to bully others. But yeah. with girls, it's slightly different. It's called relational aggression. That's kind of like the the term that is used for female bullying because mm-hmm. in most like friend groups or groups of girls, nobody really is going to punch you or hit you or physically attack you. What they're going to do is systematically work to instill doubt in yourself and your in um abilities and your self-esteem but they'll also try to ruin relationships with the people around you so mm-hmm. like some the tactics you use like they use gossip um if you okay basically what it boils down to if you guys ever watch mean girls that is kind of what relational aggression looks like And Mm -hmm. the movie Mean Girls itself is based on another like nonfiction novel called Queen Bees and Wannabes. And it's actually a guide on relational aggression for parents who might have teenage daughters that are growing through this. So Mm -hmm. watching Carrie, it was like, uh, okay, I, I like what makes me identify with Carrie a lot is like, even though I wasn't necessarily an outsider, it's been instances in my life when I was made to feel that way. So Carrie to me will always be an important fictional character. Um, mm-hmm. When I was younger, like pre-bullying, I thought of her like as the villain. Like she causes a lot of chaos toward the like last half of the movie. But Carrie is a victim. And not only is she bullied at school, but she goes home and she's bullied there. It's yeah. very ways, but she doesn't have support from anyone. And like watching this again, like Sue, Sue could have, I, I know like you can't save somebody from it a bit, but I felt like if Sue kind of Jumped in a little bit earlier and let Carrie know that, like, she was truly sorry and tried to maybe befriend Carrie, maybe. But this also lends to, like, some conversations with current events. Like, you can't always befriend the outsider. And we've seen that happen way, way, way too many times this year alone. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Hey guys, this is Ashley. Just want to give you a heads up that we had a little bit of a technical hiccup while recording this part of the episode. Just in case it sounds a little wonky. Anyways, back to the discussion.
0: It was seen as character building until mass shootings started happening a -hmm. little bit more frequently. Especially Columbine is... I feel like Columbine is a turning point in our history as in American history, honestly, Uh even though mass shootings have occurred in schools like in previous years. I feel like Columbine really drove home the point that you're not really safe anywhere like Mm -hmm. schools and churches, homes like They are seen as safe spaces, especially schools and churches. But Columbine showed us as a country, like, no, like, you're always at risk for random acts of violence. And I feel like in my previous rant, I said that, like, while watching this movie now and given what has just happened in the last two, three weeks, we had multiple instances of school shootings, which Mm -hmm. is... Adney. Um and I said that maybe if Sue had a reached out to Carrie earlier, then maybe, you know, what happens in the last half of the movie wouldn't have happened. But yeah. I realized like this is a narrative that is used all the time when um we're talking about acts of violence happening at school. It's always say, like, this kid, they were bullied, and if someone was actually nice to them, then maybe it wouldn't have happened. So, yeah, me saying that kind of struck, like, as I said, I was like, no, that doesn't work, because in the last year, we've seen that that's not the case at all anymore. And people do these things because they want to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's wholly unnecessary. And when we get to, like, the last half, I want to kind of bring up some more stuff or maybe I could bring it up now Um, possibly like watching this this week in the second half it was it was kind of tough because we're seeing news like I feel like in the last week we've had two school shootings Mm -hmm. and that is too too many that it's happening way too often now and it's sad that literally nothing is being done for our country our youth like nothing is happening um we're trying to fix everything with thoughts and prayers but not gun control like you we do need stricter laws on who has access to firearms Mm -hmm. um and there's a lot of things that go along with that because i feel like When we start talking about reform for gun laws and who can actually purchase a gun, we get into a debate about like people with mental illness. Should they have access to guns? And then you have to say, no, like people with mental illness aren't really prone to violence Mm -hmm. in like every day. Like for someone with the mental illness to commit an act of violence, that is not the um it's it's an exception it's not the rule like that everybody who might have a mental illness isn't a violent person like Mm -hmm. there are people just trying to live their lives so I feel like a lot of things can go on with gun control but I we need to protect the kids
1: yeah it's a very layered thing because there's like lots of stigma against people that are are mentally mm-hmm. ill and then like the nra kind of tries to use that argument against yeah. why people are for why people should have more guns but then they don't they don't support additional background checks to make sure that certain people like it's so convoluted like a lot of it's very convoluted and very like I don't know. It's hard it's to. A it's a sticky it's, subject. Like yeah, it's hard. It seems like it would be like the easiest thing in the world, but then of course there's money involved and then of course it's not going to mm-hmm. be solved easily because everybody's getting paid. <laughs> for people getting murdered. Yeah. But like
0: that's where I was going. It it was just weird watching this right now in the current political climate yeah like how did you feel Ashley
1: um in the big scene with the gym I was kind of like damn girl like I know they were mean but shit like it kind of did remind me of I was like oh I don't know if I should enjoy this part because like you kind of you feel bad for Carrie like the whole time because I mean like we said she doesn't really do anything to nobody so like uh so like when she's getting bullied and all that shit like you do feel like she's owed some sort of Justice. Revenge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean we've I feel like we've all been there where we've all wanted revenge because like I don't know if I get like consistently bullied. I deadly did like there's certain things like for instance, you talk about you being smart was the thing that people made fun of me for. I got made fun of mm-hmm. for my very valley girl accent. <laughs> um
0: Well, oh, you talked white Ashley. Yeah. To
1: I mean white. I mean anybody who listens to this podcast can know. <laughs> Even when I've listened back to the to the audio of editing, I'm like, oh my voice but like I never I just wasn't like raised I mean even my family is like you have a like a weird accent but they they all have <laughs> they all have New York accents you know and so they all like they have like they have a very specific regional accent whereas like I'm from the south but like I never got like my my real life southern accent accent um even though to them I do sound southern sometimes which is funny but to myself I don't but that was like a thing and then like my when I got like hit puberty that was a whole thing oh my god I remember when I got my period and I had to like go to school and do the whole thing and this girl like heard me in the bathroom because I tried to do it as quietly as I could because I didn't want anyone to know. I tried to go to the bathroom when nobody else was there, and these girls were like, "Someone in here has their period." It was so strange. Like, that was one of the things I would kind of related to. Not feeling like I was dying, but like like the weird thing with the whole like getting your period and being like a teenager at school, and uh, and yeah, that like they like actually like like tried to figure out who was who what was that had did oh, it. Oh, no. It, yeah, and it, and it figured out it was me because I had, like, I somehow I had the wrapper in my thing. I think if I didn't have, like, the, the, what do you call it? What do you call the thing? Like, the little canister to, like, dispose of everything. I don't oh, know. the little trash thingy? Yeah, I didn't have that because it was, I mean, this was, like, in elementary school. I was, like, really young. So, like, it was, like, it was, like, so awkward, and I was, like, fine, cool, whatever. But, so, I, we, I feel like we've all been there where we've, wanted revenge on people doing you wrong and that's usually like my first thought is like revenge (laughs) I will set fire to everything scorch the earth (laughs) like even now and I'm like almost 30 so I'm like it doesn't really it, it depends on who you are but I would say it doesn't go away but when I was a kid like I never really considered like school shootings to be a thing even though they were and I think maybe it's because like I didn't have a knowledge of how many times it was happening throughout history or at least throughout when I was like in the early 2000s when I was in junior high and high school but uh so yeah it was kind of weird to 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 see it and kind of be like oh I like I feel for Carrie but also like yikes Yikes! yeah like like, damn girl okay I mean you were not fucking around but yeah it was kind of like a precarious kind of thing I feel like if you were like if this is like maybe I don't know like the mid 90s or like the 80s or whatever then we probably would feel a little differently probably Mm -hmm. a little less like awkward and kind of like I don't want to see all these kids dying (laughs) but I don't know. It is kind of weird. Like we talked about this before, like how time kind of changes how we feel about movies. Um, and I think this is like one of those instances. Yeah. So. so
0: now that we had that, let's be real moment. <laughs> we just sobered up. Stop talking about pads the size of twin
1: mattresses. <laughs> yeah, we did.
0: Oh so. <laughs> what happened like let's get back into the movie
1: okay so this is oh, after rad. i think we started okay we stopped when Carrie got asked for the problem by to tony uh tommy I you think. almost called him toby I, keep calling, I kept calling him tony ever and like it's a mess tommy and she runs away <laughs> um and she like meets up with the gym teacher like the gym teacher i think the gym teacher like finds her crying um near the bleachers or whatever and she's like you know, she tells him. she tells the gym teacher about Tommy and the gym teacher is, like, consoling her and be like, you know what? Like, you're a really pretty girl. You just need, like, a little mascara or whatever. And, you know, don't, That's you fucked know... up, though. I know, right? Like, I mean, come on. Like, you know, I guess she's trying to say, like, you know, you just have, you have really big, pretty eyes. You just need, like, something like, accentuate your eyes and, like, maybe pull back your hair. And, like, I don't know. It gives kind of like that, you know... Semi backhanded advice. So we
0: know you're <laughs> weird. So like maybe <laughs> if you like did a roller set, then maybe you could be like everybody else. I guess. Yeah.
1: So that's basically what she tries to tell her. And it, I mean it. It 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 does the job for Carrie at least. But then like the gym teacher also like you see her later. Like the gym teacher definitely. Thinks of the trick because she ends up calling Sue and Tommy into the, I guess, the principal's office or at least someone's office. And she, she's like, basically, she just said, hey, stop fucking around with Carrie. <laughs> and, because I don't think this problem is real she says basically like the uh, like I don't really believe this like what are y'all doing like why y'all bothering her and Sue tells her like I'm trying to help her out like trying to get her to be social and and you know actually go out and have fun which I was like Sue why can't you just invite her to the movies or something but Sue thought prom was the right idea and my mom was like yeah I did I've forgotten that like sue had good intentions and i was sitting there i was like i think she's a freaking liar (laughs) i I still wasn't convinced at the time um and then later on we see tommy goes to carrie's house which was a terrible idea no because her mom like luckily her mom doesn't see that he's there uh and he's like I mean, she's freaked out because her mom is, like, asleep. But, you know, any other time, she could, like, bust for a (laughs) crew. And then the door and be, like, be gone, pale-haired Satan (laughs) or something like that. And Tommy would be, like, fucked. But she, like, Tommy basically is, like, hey, I'm not leaving until you say yes. And she's, like, okay, fine. And it's just the door in his face, (laughs) which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, and then, meanwhile, we see John Givolta and his Scientology hair. They go to
0: yes, the- Banging roller wrap. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I love you. it. <laughs> <gonna> yes, get- <laughs>
0: thank you, ZDU.
1: Thank you. I'm gonna get like like freaking ads on Instagram or whatever about Scientology now. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell so them, tell wait. It's gonna be
0: like, hey. Meet Mark. He's our (laughs) Scientologist of the Week.
1: He probably he practices dianetics and so can you. I'm like, nope, I won't be doing that. Uh so I
0: don't trust these soup cans, (laughs) (laughs) but
1: grab onto the soup cans. (laughs) Tell the soup cans everything. Um so uh they go to the Bates packing plant, which I thought was very uh, apt uh, title for the packing plant. And mm. they go to kill pig, which we don't realize at first. Uh, and this was kind of freaky. So he didn't just like kill the pig. He basically like beat the pig with a sledgehammer. Yep. Which was very disturbing. Because it wasn't yep. just, like, let me kill this pig. Which I don't even know how you would kill a pig. But like a sledgehammer seems very like extra cruel. For no reason. Yeah. Uh, which I felt bad for the pig. And, you know, we don't see it on screen, thank God. But, uh, so that happens and, oh God, this is the scene with Carrie and her mom eat dinner. And her mom, they have like this big old like Lord's Prayer tapestry. Hey guys, it's Ashley. Just here to make a quick correction. I originally said that the tapestry was from the Lord's Prayer. But actually, it's a scene from The Last Supper. Just got my references a little screwed up there, and I do make this mistake a couple times in the episode. But just for clarity's sake, the scene is actually from The Last Supper. Oh, their house, we haven't described Carrie's house. Their house is like it very is a nightmare house. Yeah, there, it's a nightmare There's like all these religious like iconography around the house, but then it's also very dark and kind of like small and The tapestry is what got me because it's like a life-size tapestry (laughs) of the Lord's Prayer that hangs up. I feel like it was like that because
0: Margaret could feel like she's dining with Jesus.
1: I mean, I guess, but like on the night he gets betrayed, girl, like... I I mean, I guess if if we're positioning Margaret as some sort of martyr, then I guess it it applies, but also it's freaky (laughs) shit, because it's huge, it's like the size of the wall, like, I don't know who hung it up for her, but it, it upsets me, (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I don't know why, but Carrie's mom is like chastising her, and is like, tells her like, pimples are the Lord's way of chastising you, and I don't know why she even mentions Carrie's pimples. I don't even know if she had <laughs> pimples, or she was just being kind of like, you know, how mo- your mom will like pick at things that really aren't there. It's like, oh, your hair. Yes. You know, you can do your hair a little. Bit. Carrie's mom took it like all the way to like zero to a hundred. Like the Lord is telling you, you're a sinner.
0: <laughs> Bro, like last week, my mom looked at me and was like, "Dang, you got migraines and a breakout." I feel so bad for you. I was like, well, damn, mom. Like, I out, covered mom. up my forehead. Thank,
1: thank you. <laughs> I thank was you like, for oh. That, yeah, I remember my mom tried on some glasses. We were like in a store somewhere. She was trying on glasses. And she looked at me, and she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what? She's like, your pores are huge. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, dance. thank you. <laughs> thank you. I <laughs> <were bad>, like, <laughs> I was like, thanks a lot. Was that supposed to make me feel better? Like, what was I going to do? It's not going to do anything. Like, it's not going to solve the problem, but thank you for letting me know. My pores are enormous. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's yeah. being so sweet, aren't they? Can't pay. <laughs> gosh. They're so, so great. Oh, gosh. Uh, so Carrie decides to tell her mom that that Tommy asked her to the prom, and her mom responds by throwing whatever drink that was, like, she throws it on water. It Was it water? Okay. Like, she an did,
0: Atlanta housewife. She
1: did. She like, basically, like, tossed it in her face, and, like, on Carrie's food and on the candles. And they're just sitting there in the dark, and Carrie just, like, has, a, like, a face full of water, and I feel so bad for her, because her mom's first reaction is, like, well, fuck that. <laughs> just, like, here's a face full of water for your trouble. Uh, and and this is what I think I wrote down that she said, after the blood come the boys. So she's like, Well I knew this would happen after the blood <laughs> I knew it. They gotta smell it. They like, oh, can smell it on you. I was like, like Oh, oh people. yeah. People, that part was gross. <laughs> that was a little gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> but she dis- she basically like, goes ham and is, like freaking out and, you know about this boy and Carrie, uh, I think I wrote, what did I write down? Oh, Carrie closes all the windows in the house with her mind. So this is the first time she actually shows people that she can, or somebody else that she can move things. And she actually tells her mom, like I can move things with my mom. And in the book, it says like she practices her powers like in secret. And so mm-hmm. I don't know Carrie's been like practicing between, you know, dipping and Dodge and Tommy and look at that book's, on telekinesis but she seems like she's her powers have gotten like stronger and she's able to focus them in particular ways now mrs white is like this is satan's power <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs>
0: i don't know if it um like in the book you find out that carrie inherited these um powers from i think her grandmother yeah i don't remember if it's like her maternal or paternal grandmother but she got it genetically basically
1: yeah she has like an incident when she's a little girl but she doesn't remember what happens and they don't go into it, like in the movie or whatever i forget what it was stones from the sky yeah they stoned the house and i think i remember reading that they were going to try to do that in this movie like they're gonna to try to recreate that scene but something happened with like the technical uh like the production aspect and they couldn't get it to work. Uh they said it looked really cheap. It probably did because I think they said it ended up looking yeah. like, like rainwater. I don't know if the stones were big enough. But mm. yeah Carrie made it rain and fucked up the house. Uh so yeah this is why it's like the Satan's power it's just like the the, the one who took Mr. White And Carrie is like, well, mom, dad ran off with another woman. And I was like, well, girl, I don't blame him. (laughs) Mm. But I felt bad because, of course, this is before they had said the whole thing about the marital rape. But at the time, I was like, girl, I don't, I mean, I don't blame him because you're a bit much. (laughs) Like, at the time, I was like, I can see him leaving you. Because he left her for another woman. And Carrie says, everybody knows. Like it's not a yeah. secret, so you know, Mrs. White is like doing all this like ridiculous evangelizing and and holier than now act, and everybody knows. Like we know the cause of this; they don't know the like the 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 specifics with like Carrie and like the rape and and that. But they have the the surface level gossip, which is quite enough, honestly. And, and like in the book, it says that he. Dies before Carrie is born, but I feel like it works better when, uh, when or like that that he has run off with another woman because it kind of gives her like more motivation to like be very like anti woman essentially and be very like you know whores and sinners and and harlots and that kind of thing. Like it kind of works more for her character. I thought. Than her just being like it a comes shit back In the sequel. Oh. Oh god. Does it? <laughs> does it really? Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. I'm gonna have to read the synopsis of that because I yes. I don't know if I could actually sit through that in the sequel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Um so we're getting to the dance preparations and the crew that went and killed the pig, have decided to rig a bucket of pig's blood in the gym. So they are rigging it pretty much above the stage. Um, And they're, I guess, they're trying to figure out who's going to pull it the rope to let it fall on whoever it's going to fall on, which presumably will be Carrie. And then Carrie's like, well, fuck it, Mom. I'm going to prom. And... Her mom is praying like nonstop, and Carrie's like pinning this dress. Because I guess in the book, she's like a, a, a decent like seamstress, like she can actually like sew. Mm-hmm. But that is one thing she is good at, and she's making. I feel bad. I I read in parentheses it's ugly. I didn't like her dress. Oh. On the, I didn't like her dress on the man on the on the form. I get better. Like when I was watching like her at prom, I felt like I was like okay, it works a little better like on the dress form I was like oh that's it looks kind of like a nightgown but I, I think that might be on purpose like how it's not like super it's a very virginal looking gown in a way yeah. Like it's, yeah it's not super like busty like not super clingy I guess in certain parts it's not super tight but like at the time I was like I don't like this <laughs> So, so I feel bad I'm terrible I'm one of the kids Um. oh my god so oh god. Oh I know god. so Chris has rigged it so one of her friends is in charge of the voting ballots so what they're going to do is mm. essentially is they are rigging it so Carrie will be on the ballot which normally would not probably happen at all and then i guess and they they probably know that she's going with tommy so tommy's gonna be prom king uh or as he's nominated for prom king and while they i didn't realize they go to bates high school too this is all really tying into wink wink there you go yes (laughs) um and Carrie's, like, getting ready. Like, old women are making... I think the old ladies are, like, making fun of, like, what is she going to wear to prom? Like, I guess they, they're, they like, in a hair salon. just like, like, that scene where they're in the hair salon. They're like, oh, Carrie White's going to prom? What is she going to wear? And, which I thought was so mean. Because I was like, Carrie is getting it from everybody. Like, it's not yours. I was like, who who are these old ladies? Like, <laughs> who... like Has she ever interact with them? Probably not. But they probably know her mother, so... I guess they figured Carrie is, like, fair pickings, which is, is sad.
0: Uh, so, like, Ashley, I gotta tell you about this, right? Okay. Okay. So we're moving into, like, getting ready for prom, which mm-hmm. this is one of the times where I finally, like, realized how kind of awkward some of the humor is in this movie Mm -hmm. so like be like real shit right here and then two minutes later they're playing like goofy ass jug band music like and i'm like what the fuck is happening (laughs) and like when you see tommy ross like go like pick out his prom suit he's with his two friends and they do like jokes and it's like oh and then it speeds up and then it slows down I was like this is terrible Brian what are you doing (laughs) okay so like in the remake this shit had me howling (laughs) like I was sitting there like no they didn't do this so in the remake it came out in 2013 so it stars um little little mama from kick-ass you know little mama
1: Chloe Moretz, I think. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know her last last name, but yeah, her, yeah. her little mama. Not Elsie. It,
0: <laughs> it stars <laughs> a baby driver. So, baby driver is Tommy Ross, and mm-hmm. he's getting ready for prom, and they're fucking playing Vampire Weekends. Diane Young, and I was like, no, no, like mm-hmm. all these kids getting ready for prom like Diane Young won't change your mind. I was like, "No. Oh. This is too on the nose. Please Ooh. stop it. Stop Ooh. it. Uh,
1: exactly. Wait, okay, so explain this song to me because I am not well versed in Vampire Weekend. Uh,
0: vampire Weekend? Yeah. So basically, the name is Diane Young, like a person's name, but mm-hmm. say it, it's Diane Young. Okay. And I'm like,
1: <gasps> okay. no. Oh, right. No. Who was the music supervisor for that? I don't
0: know. <laughs> but like all these kids are like, yeah, let's take some videos, yes Ooh, prom looks, hashtag Instagram, hashtag. Looks hashtag squad goals and I'm like no these kids I guess
1: guess Instagram would have been like a thing five years ago it doesn't it doesn't feel like it was but
0: so in the remake for Carrie um instead of just being taunted at school naturally so Chris took a video of her under the tampons
1: and uploaded it to YouTube
0: yeah everybody on the planet Saw her humiliation, basically. Damn, she went viral. Yes, she did.
1: And yeah. I was like,
0: oh, poor baby. Yeah. Boy, poor baby.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, that's really... Yeah, that's bad. Okay. Why would they pick that song, though? I've listened to this song. I don't know. I was just
0: sitting there like, no. Like, y'all <laughs> did this?
1: Oh, God. Like,
0: I was like, this is fucked up. I'm sure this somebody so was cool. probably
1: like, this would be a good Easter egg. And, like, I mean, is it really... <laughs> Uh, okay. I can't believe Baby Driver. I do. Okay, we'll talk about Baby Driver later. <laughs>
0: Spoiler, I fucking hate Baby Driver. I, I know, was that. so mad.
1: I never watched Baby Driver, but I I heard that baby was driving. <laughs>
0: That's baby be driving, bitch. Baby be driving.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Carrie is getting ready. Like she's trying on lipsticks at the at the makeup counter and I wrote down that the date. almost made me throw up, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: it almost made me throw up i was like this is how you get herpes
1: carrie stop that's exactly how you get herpes and this is why i touch i I do everything on my hand at sephora because i do not like it that people just go up and put their mouths on (laughs) things like it freaks me out i don't understand why you would because i don't sanitize any other stuff it's just out there but then also the way carrie was trying on these lipsticks i was like um the way she's doing this is upsetting and this is why a mother's love is important because she she was kind of just like smearing it on her face a little bit and I was like oh Carrie no (laughs) these are all bad (laughs) these are bad colors and And then she would wipe it off and I was like girl your lips chat
0: (laughs) and she just put some more on I'm like oh baby girl (laughs) baby girl
1: (laughs) like it was very uh, it was very aggressive the way she put it (laughs) I hated it I really fucking hated it Uh, okay so Carrie's trying on her dress and oh this is my favorite this is my favorite line of the movie so Carrie's trying on her dress Carrie's mom is yelling at her talking about it's a red dress it's not a fucking red dress it's like a baby pink it's very like virginal baby pink and then look it's on her it's not that bad and I feel so bad for laughing at this part and this is when she's, <laughs> she's, she tells Carrie, she's like, I can see your dirty pillows, and I always make
0: it out. Everybody can see your dirty pillows. <laughs> They're breasts, mama. They're breasts, and every woman has them. That's exactly how it sounds. They're breasts, mama. <laughs> It's kind of like they're
1: it's, it's kind of forest dumpy gumpy, like the way she says it. I don't know why they're brisk,
0: mom. They're brisk.
1: Why does she say it like that? It's so upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty pillows, girl.
0: I got it they're Gonna see your dirty pillows, and I think, <laughs> like, damn, I think, like, a, Carrie was just getting roasted the whole
1: time she was getting
0: dressed. I mean, it's like, like they're gonna laugh, they're gonna see your dirty pillows, they're gonna laugh
1: at you. And I think, <laughs> oh, hey. I think in the book, her mom, like, blames like, she says, like, if you didn't get breasts, she realized getting breasts is sinning, and I don't remember how, hmm. but she basically says. I think in some way, like getting your period is also like getting your getting breasts is is you know if you didn't get breasts, then men wouldn't be all over you like hounds. <laughs> and it's something uh. that in that similar vein, in her similar theme. <laughs> but it's worth noting that Carrie does not like freak out when her mom gets all in her fuck shit <laughs> It's all like your dirty pillows. She's very calm about it. She's like, well, mama, they're breasts. <laughs>
0: Your breast, mama. Your breast. I'm sorry. This is like spring break. the breast, mama. Deer I. Your
1: al- I always laugh at that part, and I have no idea why. But I was like, the concept of dirty pillows sounds so like
0: <laughs> early, ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like early 19th, like early 20th century, late 19th century way of like not saying breasts is so like. <laughs> I that's what you picked. Dirty pillows. Not They're breast mom. I'm sorry, even, okay. Not even More green life. pillows. They're dirty. Like, I just... <laughs> it just bothers me so much. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers me so much. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, yes. Yeah, so her mom is like, here, I have an idea. Let's burn the dress and beg for forgiveness. And Carrie's like, and uh, we're, not gonna not. Do- we're not going to be doing that. I just sewed this beautiful garment, and we won't be doing any of that. But then Mrs. White tries, like, a different tactic where she says, I don't think he's going to show up. I don't think Tommy's going to show up. And this is what she says the big thing that comes by later, which is, like, they're all going to laugh at you, which oh, ends up right. coming, coming up, which is a little fucked up. I'm like, well, Tommy's a little bit late. Give him a second. Like... She basically kind of puts it into Carrie's head that, you know, you... are all gonna laugh at you. Yeah, like, you... How can I say it? I guess that it's all a trick, number one, which is Carrie's already, like... She's already self-conscious about that, or she was self-conscious about it, and that, you know, you're getting ready, you think you're about to go have a good time, but, you know, it's all just fake. They're all, you know, they're all just do, doing this just to fuck with you, essentially. And uh, and Carrie doesn't really, she doesn't really play into the trap, luckily, um, but she does end up moving her mom with her mind. Like, she just kind of flings her on the bed. Like, get away. Like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Like, like she doesn't, you know, she doesn't do much more than that. But it does, again, show, like, how how strong her powers are getting. Because, you know, now she's able to move people. And uh, so her mom is wrong. Tommy ends up showing up. They go to the prom. And... You know, I wrote down the prom decorations were actually cute for, like, the 1970s. You know, they didn't really have, like, Mm -hmm. a a super, I mean, big budget. is isn't, like, in their gymnasium or something, which I think mine Did
0: you get stressed out when they were hanging up the the decorations and Sue was on that ladder that turned into, like, a smaller ladder?
1: No, I didn't realize that.
0: Oh my god, I was so stressed out. So it was like a really regular, like big ladder, but then it had like an extension where you could get higher. I was like, "Lord, oh. this is a lawsuit waiting to happen." Was it
1: one of those ones like, that just that rests against the wall?
0: The top part kind of was like that, oh. and I was like, "Oh no!" Like it stressed
1: me out. Oh, I don't like those. I like the ones where you can like it's like a step ladder where you have like a flat surface at the top because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like, I don't ladder. Me and ladders are kind of. I don't trust them. I don't really trust a lot of things that hold me up. <laughs> like, I definitely do not trust like just random ass ladders leaned against. Especially the way these kids are, they would have knocked her ass over. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go to prom, and um, outside prom, Carrie's like nervous about. Like, she actually like verbally asks like if if this is a mistake and. Like, why are they going, basically? And and uh, they... I think in the prom, actually, everybody's, like, slow dancing. And they're just sitting at the table, which I always felt was kind of... I still thought this was, like... I thought they were still, like, bullshitting her. Because the gym teacher came over, and Tommy, like, kind of, like, wanders off a little bit. And I was like, where is he going? Is he going to go get the bucket? Is he involved, too? <laughs> I didn't trust <laughs> any of these kids. So... <laughs> They you know, they the gym teacher and Carrie talk and Carrie looks cute. I think she like pays her a couple compliments and stuff. And then Tommy comes back and I thought this was so weird. He does that weird sort of macho, like, don't let don't let me catch you hugging any guys like that. Cause Carrie like had hugged her gym teacher. And I was like, Don't you have a girlfriend? <laughs> like, don't you gotta babe? And then Sue around here somewhere. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you talking about? And Tommy uh, invites her to an after party. So he's like, they're getting, you know, more acquainted. But he's treating her like a good date. You know, I was like, still, like, the after party, like, what? Don't you have a girlfriend? No, that's a
0: setup. Oh, oh,
1: oh. Don't you have a mm. girlfriend? I'm worried. And then, <laughs> I wrote down, girl, wow, there were so many powder blue suits in this. So many powder that's blue LA. suits. I feel
0: like that's the same suit my dad wore to prom oh my god (laughs) yeah so my my dad had with a baby blue suit and a big afro oh my god and i i roast i've been roasting him for years about his prom suit
1: i don't know what my mom wore to prom because she went to prom in the 80s she went to prom like the late 80s and uh i
0: thought she was cute though
1: she well okay so i just found a bunch of photo albums like, I've been doing this whole project with them, and I was going through them, and I found some pictures of my aunt's wedding, which would have probably been, like, the mid to late 80s, and my mom was in, my mom and my other aunt were both her bridesmaids, and <laughs> I'll tell you, this bridesmaid's dress was offensive. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like a, like a, like a kind of a, not as pale pink as Carrie's, but it was pale pink, and it had these big old, like bow things and like the big ass like saggy um shoulder poofs girl it was bad so like i don't know she i don't know she did it i haven't found any pictures yet i'm still looking to see the evidence because i went up to her and i was like how do you feel about this the statement making be. I was like mom they all have powder blue suits and she's like they were statement making I was like I mean I I I guess like if you don't want to wear it like a like Tommy well I don't know did Tommy have a powder blue suit? One of his friends had that real ugly ugly tucks with the ruffles in the front Yeah, I I thought Tommy Uh, had the ruffles Tommy had the
0: more pronounced ruffles Mm. his friend had the more like Conservative ruffles. There was a lot, and then of his ruffles. one friend just had a T-shirt with a tuxedo printed on
1: it. Okay, that would've been me <laughs> because there's no yeah. way all these ruffles. Um, so they go dance. They have like a slow dance, and Tommy kisses her again. I ask, "Where's your girlfriend?" And this is when she at like she questions whether prom. I did not like this scene all because they were spinning. Like the camera was spinning while they were spinning. And I was like, it's
0: it's like it was supposed to be like dreamy. Like, that's the way it looked to me, where it's like we're floating on a dream. Like, this is so great. Like, this is probably Carrie's ultimate dream (laughs) because she's treated nicely by her date. Mm -hmm. And maybe for even a fleeting second that she felt like maybe this was. The moment when people like finally accepted her. You
1: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she had gone basically from nobody liking her and you know, to like a boy's actually paying enough attention to her, not in like a creepy way, but like he's being very really respectful. He's getting her out there. He's not like doing he's not doing too much. Like Tommy is a good date. But I did not like the spinning scene only because I I think possibly too because I was hungover when I watched this. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to barf. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was just like, it was a little too fast for me. I think if they had slowed it down like a little bit more, I'm like, okay. It's like a carousel speed. This is like some sort of spinny ride at like the fucking carnival, and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I'd like look away a couple times. And I was like, they're still spinning. Jesus, they're still spinning. And <laughs> and so. They they get prom king queen and or prom king and queen ballots at the tables, which I thought was weird because I was like, "Don't y'all vote for that before prom?" Because that's what we did, from what I remember. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember anybody actually getting crowned, but I also wasn't really too concerned with that part of the party.
0: (laughs) I literally have no idea. I I went to prom. In the ancient time of 2005, they played a pretty Ricky song at my prom.
1: They played "Party and, Like a Rockstar" at mine. <laughs> <laughs> that was the jam. Okay, we. we have, I went in the ancient time of 2007. That was when I graduated <laughs> <laughs> and party like a rock. Hold on, I'm <laughs> Party like a star was the song of the year. I don't know what ever happened to that. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Actually,
0: <laughs> so for you youths out there, "Party Like a Rock Star" was a song that played in the clubs and on the radio. All the time. All I remember is totally dude. Yeah, totally like, dude. Totally
1: was that before or after Swag Surf? I feel like it's in the same vein. This is
0: this is pre Swag Surf.
1: Okay, so Swag
0: Surfing was two thousand nine.
1: Okay, but they're like I feel like they feel like they're related. Like they feel like they're some, They're cousins for sure. They're they cousins.
0: Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I'm oh, sorry. Well, that is, okay, that was a Grammy-nominated song, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it.
1: Is <laughs> it- <laughs> this do Wikipedia guys. Best that performance by a duo or
0: group. No. 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 <laughs> At the 50th Grammy Awards. Oh, this sounds like a lie. Oh
1: my mm-hmm. god, there's a remix. What? There was a remix with Lil Wayne, Jim Jones, and Chameleon Air. Well, wow. I'm about to have to look this up. I didn't know there was a music video. Girl, listen. Listen, Prom 2007 was... It was interesting. <laughs> I, apparently, I didn't I didn't hate the prom. I hated what I wore to prom because even in the pictures that I look at now, I'm like, why did... Why was I allowed to put that on? Because... I, since I'm a very short girl, I don't usually wear long dresses. I don't usually wear dresses at all, but I don't usually wear long dresses. And I was like, I have to have something like above, preferably above the knee. (laughs) That was my thing. Mom was like, you're not wearing above the knee. But I was like, okay, I can't have something like floor length. That's too much. And I don't know why, but I wanted like a gold, cream and gold colored dress like that i would never have worn that like if you came to me now and was like here promise tomorrow what are you gonna wear there's no way Uh i would have worn this dress but i looked like high and low for like a dress like this like i wanted this dress specifically and i feel like i had to get it altered or whatever but like the shoes i wore were ugly like oh my god i'm so disappointed in myself (laughs) (laughs) Like, i'm so disappointed in my entire my entire look like And then did y'all do did y'all do um like groups?
0: Like prom lineup, like well we had like everybody meets.
1: Well we had so people would go to like offset the cost because you know we're poor. Um people would go in groups to prom. So like we had prom t shirts. And yeah, so like there was one big girl, there was a group of fifty people. because what I don't know they got on a bus I don't know how they all got to prom because a lot of people either they would all go either they would all take a limo or they would take separate you know cars or whatever and just meet I think that group probably had to take like several different cars and uh and they we would all have their own cute little t-shirts for the prom and like we'd wear like the day before because I think prom was like on a I want to say prom was on a Friday or Saturday. can't remember. Um, And so you would all buy t-shirts. You'd all pay for the limo, like chip in for the limo. And then they would all rent a hotel room, you know, to be wild (laughs) in after the the, the event. So that was like a whole big, that that was like a thing that people did. Usually people didn't just go like to like by themselves. If you especially have like a big group of friends, the group I went with was extra cheap and it just was bad, dude. Like I designed our t-shirts Aww. and they came out like shit. Because they didn't want So Party like a rock star was the thing, right? So I was like, we should have like a party like a rock star thing. Nobody wanted to do it because like somebody else will have it. And I was like, well, I don't care about anybody else. I wanna make it like this. They didn't want to do it. So I was going out so stupid and People were like, oh, Of course you wouldn't get dates. Cause I didn't have a date. So I just like went on my own and I knew I wasn't gonna get a date. So I you know, paid for everything myself. Everybody else kept being like, Well, I didn't get a date. So I was like, the part things get more expensive, y'all. <laughs> now I seem to get that. And so I was like, people's parents were like upsetting the cost of other people not paying chipping in their what they said they were gonna do, and I'm like yo this is so bad (laughs) like like the space where we had it was cute it was at um reunion not reunion arena reunion tower it's somewhere downtown in downtown dallas it was cute it wasn't like bad but other people were like i hated prom i thought it was nice Oh, all the girls, this is, like, the one time, like, out of all of the dances that we had in high school where the girls didn't get in trouble for what they were wearing because we had a lot of low-cut things, a lot of, you know, thigh-high splits and stuff, mm. like, their splits in the dresses and stuff, and usually we would have got, like, escorted right on out of the venue with that but that was like a good it was a I thought it was a nice dance. I just didn't like everything else that led up to the dance. Aww. And then like the pictures, I hated I made a, such a waste of my money. <laughs> <laughs> so like for me, my mom
0: made my dress. So like the top half was like my dress is turquoise mm-hmm. and the bottom half of it was sheer. Mm-hmm. Um so my mom made it, but she measured it from me standing up and my... I'm short, guys. I'm, like, 5'3". Mm-hmm. So the sh- the actual solid part of the dress was a little short. So the bottom part was sheer, and I had no idea. Like, when I sat down, it, like, came up. I was like, bruh, why am I so short? Oh no. But... Yeah. I'm, so it was the two thousand, So I made... My aunts came over, and they helped me do my makeup. So I made them play Beyonce is crazy in love Mm -hmm. and I came down to the interest like the intro of the song so like it's just me and Beyonce descending like descending the stairs and I'm like hello is Beyonce oh my god and everybody clapped for me it was really extra that's so cute though (laughs) it was really extra um I injured my knee a couple months before um in cheerleading so I had to like, I had some really cute, like, heels that wrapped around my ankles. They had little butterflies on them. But I couldn't wear those, so I had to wear kitten heel.
1: Oh, <laughs> I- my God. I think we having a kitten heel. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I um, had
0: a kitten heel, guys. It was kitten heel.
1: <laughs> my gosh. Oh,
0: um, I honestly don't remember anything about prom except for uh, Pretty Ricky playing.
1: I remember it. And
0: uh, <laughs> that-
1: wish- that's it? I'm pretty sure we had a pretty wacky song play at least once or twice. <laughs> I know we had probably like a rock star because that was when everybody got on the dance floor and nobody was off to the side. Everybody was like, because it was like you. I think like you like fake mosh to that song, right? Of
0: course, yeah, yeah. We totally both. do.
1: We basically we did that, <laughs> <laughs> pushing and shoving each other, and shit. <laughs> Ain't <made> no sense. <laughs> Ain't no fucking sense. Oh my god! Oh prom. So
0: Carrie's prom is lovely. Like it has like a dreamy like feeling to it. it. Is playing like doo doo type music. I mean everything is good. Yeah, sorry. And while they're getting ready for prom, you see like um uh Chris and Billy like. In the Raptors, like getting their shit together, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How long this pig's blood been up there?" Because I feel like it would have been chunky like, by yeah. then, or like somebody would have smelled it. Because
1: yeah, it's it blood, a, it like big ass bucket too. Like it's not, it's not a like little like mini buck, or it's like a sizable bucket of blood. Like it's a lot, and I don't know because that makes sense unless the gym was hot. That's so gross even thinking about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, somebody in there musty. be. Ooh,
1: I just don't. I mean, <laughs> if y'all are must, that musty that you don't smell blood, that's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> More than a little gross, honestly. That's disgusting.
0: <laughs> so, Carrie, like, Tommy wants them to vote for themselves with Prime King and Queen. But Carrie is like, um, I don't think we should. And he's like, no, nah, let's do this. And she's, oh, she's so cute. Like, like, she this says, is not,
1: okay. She's like, this is not my lane. This isn't, these aren't my people. These are your people. Like, who should you vote for? I don't, I don't this ain't my ministry. I don't really be, uh, <laughs> I don't really be doing all this. I don't know. She probably don't even know some of the people on that list, honestly. She's like, but she goes. Yeah, she goes with it. <laughs> okay,
0: Tommy. <laughs> okay. So uh, these fuckers, uh, Chris and her friend, <laughs> decide, <laughs> decide to rig the results. So they stuff the ballot, like, the ballot box with votes for Tommy and Carrie. So they win. Yes. And Carrie, like, the look on her face as she's going on stage, it's like, it's finally my time. Like, they yeah. finally see me. Like, they like me. They really like
1: me-ass oh, moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they give her, like, the, and she, the crown and the flowers. She, it's, like, a very iconic image.
0: Yes. And, like, you see, like, the happiness and the hopefulness in her face. Like, you can see, like, she's beaming. Like, Sissy did that. Like, she did that. Mm-hmm. And then these motherfuckers. Pull the string, and of course, you know what happens. Like, a torrent of blood just pours down onto Carrie and Tommy.
1: Okay. Can I just just say that the the way the blood, like, they did a good job at, I guess, this is like pre super sophisticated visual effects and, like, they could have fucked that up real bad. So I don't know if they practiced yeah. with something else beforehand. Like, I don't really know, like, the ins and outs of this scene. But, like, the way, like, it splashes on her is, like, so... Because they do it in slow motion, too, so you get the extra effect. <laughs> because Brian De Palma really yes. likes slow motion for whatever fucking reason. But he... Like, the the way the blood, like, just splashed on her, it's, like, so, like... It's so shocking, even though you know what's going to happen because... Just the setup between when we notice the blood and, like, where, when it actually, like, falls is very drawn out. Um, yeah. But
0: it, it's... It's, I for-
1: it's a fairly iconic image, like...
0: I forgot to mention, like, Sue. So Sue, like, realized some shit is about to go down. So she goes to the school and tries to see, like, what chris is about to do mm-hmm. so she sees chris and billy up in the rafter she sees the bucket so she tries to warn everybody but the mm-hmm. gym teacher catches her and puts her out because sue is not supposed to be at prom because apparently you can't go to prom in the 70s unless you have a date so since um sue didn't have a date she couldn't come um i thought that but,
1: was so weird i thought that she thought, I, I was she, like, thought she was causing trouble Get, that's no, so it was funny. like, you
0: don't have a date. I was like, oh that's weird.
1: Oh, my God. That's stupid. Uh,
0: but... She so was like like, up there all the
1: stars I, and stuff. She should have been allowed to be in there. Hanging up on that rickety-ass <laughs> <laughs> rickety ladder.
0: <laughs> oh, my... Well, if you rewatch it, you gotta see that ladder. That had me stressed. But... Like, oh, God. So, this is, like, one of my it is one of my favorite moments in one of my favorite movies, but Mm -hmm. you see Carrie break. Like, Mm -hmm. you feel her humiliation. You see a broken person. Like, when you look at the image, like, if you look at a pause, you see it. Like, these kids have successfully broken this girl for... Reasons beyond her control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: like it's not her fault that her mom is the way she is. And like watching it it's it's heartbreaking. like that just that moment, like I was like, dang, my poor baby, like, it's really sad, like when you look at it. Mm-hmm. And for a minute, she just looks out into the crowd. And she sees everybody face like everyone's faces and everybody's looking at her with like shock because they never expected it to happen. Yeah. And horror because like it's blood everywhere. Yeah. And I don't know who the first asshole was to start laughing. It
1: was the girl with the with the um, with the baseball cap. Yeah, she wore her baseball cap with because she was the one who was collecting all the ballots and she was one of Sue's friends. And she starts laughing and I think she tries to get the other guy like one of Tommy's friends I think it was to laugh and I think he might have chuckled a little bit. But this is the part that kind of confused me because like in the book I think they all laugh at her. But in the movie it says that like, she hallucinates them laughing at her. So I don't know if I mean, besides I, like the couple of people that were like in the crowd, like I don't know if it was like a full on, like everybody just kind of collectively started freaking out or laughing or, or is it just like the stuff from like Carrie's mom talking about they're all going to laugh at you? Like they're that, all going to laugh kind of, at you. Yeah. They're like, all going to laugh at you. Like, like that, did that take over and she's like, uh, I've been triggered. Everybody must perish. Or would they, were they actually laughing at her? Cause I don't, I don't know. I mean, to kinda, me,
0: they were laughing.
1: You do. You think they were laughing?
0: I feel, I feel. Especially PJ Souls. Like, she was definitely laughing.
1: I feel like it was, I feel I feel conflicted. Sometimes I think, like, yeah, they were, and sometimes I'm like, were they? Because they just seemed so happy for her. That's kind of like, like, it almost seemed too far, you know? Like, I feel like if somebody had gone up there and tripped and fell, maybe they would laugh. <laughs> but I feel like the blood and oh, everything, right. I, I would be like, oh, that's a lot happening. Um, should we leave?
0: <laughs>
1: like, I don't know. But, I would be like, oh. Yeah. Be hell like, oh. no. Nah,
0: y'all not about to get blood on this dress. Like, yeah, this but, sucks. It's rented.
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's time to leave. So, that was kind of, I thought it was kind of weird, but you can't really, you can't really tell, like, the hallucination part. It's more like she kind of, like, hones in. So we don't really have, like, a, like, a, definite thing but definitely in the book they all laugh at her I'm pretty sure Stephen King would be like nah they all laugh
0: <laughs> he was like yeah they was cracking up they thought that shit, shit was funny and then yeah, he they... does like a line yeah <laughs> he like hell yeah they was laughing at her so <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> let me write <laughs> like okay it is <laughs> <laughs> we We're awful <laughs> but like the that one point that sent her like right over the edge was the gym teacher, like sniggling behind her hand, like, oh
1: look at this shit.
0: Yeah. And Carrie just, boom, we closing all the doors and windows in this motherfucker. Yeah. He is about to set it off. And I'm like <laughs> again. When I was younger, I was like, yes, fuck these people up, Carrie. Yes. They're fucking. Dick hits, let's do this yeah but this week i was like
1: bruh bruh, bruh. oh and see like the way like her like i think like going back to when she actually gets splashed with all the blood like the way she looks around she looks so alien it's like so like peak like like, like, her, when Cece's faces look like really come into to play here, cause she looks like almost, I don't know, like her eyes are so big and she's like covering herself and she's got, she's like covered in blood and, and her hair was so pretty beforehand, cause you had all that bouncy, like white girl hair and then mm-hmm. like, like beauty queen curls. And then she like looks like a drowned rat covered in blood and, and yeah, she loses her fucking shit. Like she's, but she she closes all the doors and and her she locks the entrances, and Sue's locked out so she can't get in, so she doesn't really know what's happening. She sprays people with like the emergency, like the fire hose, which was like a level like, like a fireman's hose. Like the water pressure on those are no joke. Like, that is not, like, your regular, like, garden hose. Like, that was fucking, like, Mm -mm. yeah, like, that could kill people. Which I'm sure did, because people were getting flung across the gym. Yeah, people were getting fucked up. Yeah, and the whole time, Carrie's, like, like, standing there, and she's, like, so stock still. And she's, like, you know, looking at people, and her eyes are all big. Like, I really liked how she played that scene, because she looks like, like, death. Like, she looks like she is ready to have her vengeance <laughs> and no one will be spared. And pretty much no one is spared. Um, and oh yeah, cause to- Tommy got knocked out by the bucket. So Tommy's not he even, yeah, he, well then she, um, she fucks with the like electrical system. Cause somebody tried to get on the mic and he, and he basically got electrocuted. And I think like a fire started and mm-hmm. the gym teacher gets killed with like falling debris. I think she said, like something specifically for the teacher to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um, huge fire starts and 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 she basically walks down the stairs. It's so regal how she does it that like I I it's freaky but like it's very like. I don't know, very stoic and very... Like, I was writing, I was like, this is kind of iconic. Like, she kind of, you know, fucked up everything. And, and in the context of, like, 2018, I am slightly uncomfortable, but, like, there's something very, like, regal in her, like, stance that I liked. And she leaves the gym. I think it's because, like, this is the first
0: time she has honestly actually stood up for herself. Mm-hmm. Like, her whole life, she was all, like, Withdrawn, like you could see that change in her uh posture. Like in the beginning of the movie, she was like closed in, but now, like you said, like she's regal AF, like she's standing tall. This is who she is, and she's not taking anybody's shit anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. She just the only problem is that she just goes from like zero to like a thousand. thousand?
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. She she doesn't have her you know her gradual steps i mean her gradual steps are basically with her mom but the kids don't see that the kids get the full brunt of her anger and her telekinetic powers and so carrie ends up leaving the gym locks the doors behind her and then basically everybody either burns to death or in some way no one survives is (laughs) is what i'm getting at no one survives so this part okay <laughs> this part this part goes to like the 1970s ish of this uh, like the special effects because she, Carrie's walking home uh, no shoes I think or anything she's just walking home covered in blood and Chris and John Travolta run up on her in their car and they try to run her over and the way she flips the car but the way that the <laughs> car t- <laughs> It's very jerky I was like oh come on special effects I know we were it was a long time ago but they're really kind of shitty <laughs> they're really kind of
0: it's kind of like flipping over a, car, a hot wheel like
1: yeah I'm sure it's like probably like a model car they're like stuck in there as a stand-in um and yeah so she flips the car that they're in and then the car catches fire and they both burn to death as well So essentially, in the remake,
0: that shit is wild. Like, I'm sure it was like some sort
1: of like uh, Michael Bay level explosion. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it was. They she flipped it over, like flipped the car to a gas station, bro. Oh
1: lord! Oh, so everybody died.
0: Yeah, like she caves in the streets, (laughs) like, and so like uh, Billy and Chris can't get away, Mm. and then. Chris is determined to, like, try to run her over with the car. Oh, God. So, Carrie stops. Like, they go at her, like, 80 miles per hour, and she stops them. And Chris, I mean, Billy is knocked out. Like, he gone. Mm-hmm. But Chris is still going, and she tries to get, like, control of the car. Mm. And, like, she just backs, like, full speed. Carrie lifts the car with her mind and pushes Chris, basically, into the windshield. Oh. Like, through it. Oh, okay. and they flips her over to a gas station. I was like, "Wow, like this is a lot. Like this is might be a little too much right here."
1: Yeah, they went full. I guess they did what they couldn't do originally in in nineteen seventy four, <laughs> or seventy six or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they couldn't. They can do the same, uh, the same level of, of special effects. So, uh, so yeah, so Carrie makes it home and this is really creepy because her mother has lit every candle in the house oh, i said she's lit she found she lit every candle that could be found in a bathroom body work <laughs> her house. oh my god she has like all these candles like everywhere none of them have like little containers so they're just all like open-ass candles like, yeah and they um and she oh so while Carrie was at the dance, like her mom was like chopping up vegetables in a really creepy way. And still chopping, even though like the she like the she was chopping like a carrot and the carrot rolled away and she was still chopping. She was just chopping yeah. How is, it, is this supposed to be a metaphor for like chopping off dicks or is this like a thing? I, it seemed like a, it was appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so Carrie, oh yeah, Carrie's mom's not home. Well, she's home, but we don't know. We don't know where she's at. Carrie gets in the tub and washes all the blood off. And I this is what I was like: Why didn't she use a washcloth? Why? You're just gonna rub That the, was a
0: shower situation as well. I don't like right.
1: that house is so old. They might that's a have shower a sh- situation. But that house is so old; they probably didn't have a shower. Mm, you're right. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. But, but she kind of that's a child situation. She she definitely didn't have to use her the soap in her hands to wash off her <sighs> bloody face. <laughs> and uh-huh, hygiene, really. hygiene is just so upsetting. Or lack of hygiene is just so upsetting. So um, so her mother appears later after she gets out of the bath. And <laughs> so she looks, she looks like the angel of death. <laughs> she's she's changed to like oh. a, to an all white outfit. And she tells Carrie about her one-time sexual experience with her father. Which I think, in this one, she said they were before they were married, but my details are a little shaky on there. And, we, you know, we talked about this earlier. And uh, she says she's, she should have killed Carrie when she was born. And I was like, okay, that's a, a way to have a heart-to-heart with your daughter after she's Mass murdered everybody. <laughs> like, it's, it, it's a lot. it got
0: worse in the remake because Margaret was like, You're a cancer. Okay. <laughs> You're a cancer, and I should have gotten rid of you. I was like, Well, fuck. Well, all right. Like, damn, damn. Damn. Your parent calling you a cancer?
1: That's fucked up. Dude. Yeah. That's really fucked up. So, um, but yeah, and this probably is why. That she thinks Carrie is basically, like, everything Carrie does is a sin to her. But she probably thinks, like, the very, like, Carrie's very existence on Earth is yeah. is a sin. And at least to to Mrs. White. So, you know, there's nothing Carrie could have ever done to ever have gained favor in her mother's eyes. Like, she could have just been a walking nun, <laughs> which is essentially what she yes. was for the longest time. And it still wasn't good enough. So, while she's comforting Carrie, and uh, Carrie's telling her about what happened at the gym, which her mother doesn't seem to really be affected by, except for the fact that she grabs the biggest butcher knife, (laughs) which is the same one from earlier, and stabs Carrie in the back. Which is so, like, Mm -hmm. in the back, Mom. Really in the back. (laughs) And Kay- she
0: put, like, where was she hiding that giant knife? Probably for her? In that
1: big-ass dress she was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn it. I'm <laughs> <No>, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So she... <laughs> so Carrie's, like, crawling across the floor and trying to get away from her. Mom is... She does this weird, like, sign of the cross with the knife. It was, like, so fucked up. And then... Uh, Carrie's, like, back into a corner and she... She uses her telekinesis to impale her mother with like various kitchen knives. So all these knives come flying across and like, you know, stab her. And this is very much like a martyr martyr image of her mom. And she basically crucifies her against like this wood frame in their house because she's got like her hands um stabbed through into the wood. So
0: she's basically it's like the part of the stairs where the prayer closet punishment room is.
1: Mm, okay. So yeah, so she she's basically hanging there. Uh, and her mother <laughs> the sounds her mother makes when she's dying is very orgasm sounding. <laughs> like, it's very orgasmic. Um, and they did that on purpose. Like, the actress was like, yeah, that works. Um, they, like, actually, like, planned this out. Which... It's kind of. She thought like,
0: did you read how she thought like this was a black comedy? Like she thought it was jokes. Oh Lord, did she? Piper Laurie. Really? Yeah, she thought it was jokes. I did It's like, like
1: yeah, <laughs> like this is comedy. Oh, so I did not know that, and that's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, she thought it like she thought, and even after they were like, no, it's a horror movie. She was like, no, it's a black comedy. No, you're wrong it like this is dumb why wouldn't it be a black comedy
1: Mm. that's how she
0: like treated it
1: Mm. Mm. i mean that helps kind of because i mean the the sound she's making like with all her like anti-sex and anti-femininity or not you know womanly things like she's and it kind of works but then it's also like why would you think this is a black comedy there's not a single joke. Yeah. There's not a single joke in this movie. Like, not a real like, like an actual like setup like dumb joke. There's things that are funny in this movie, but I don't know if they're even like intentionally funny. Besides the the tuxedo buying scene, like there's some things I was like, I don't know. If this is like the gym teacher's laughing people. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. I can't t- touch you with her. <laughs> I can't believe you.
0: <laughs> but like, honestly, though, her like Piper Laurie, like, is it? P- P- I know her name is Piper. It's probably, Piper. but like her thinking it's a comedy, kind of. It kind of elevated Margaret's weirdness, like her. <laughs> everything about her is like heightened. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, the performance kind of added more to the character that I don't think would have been there if she didn't think that way. Because in the remake, it's Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. And she is playing it more serious, mm. but it's not It's not as terrifying as it. Could be if you got like a Meryl Streep in
1: there. Oh, like my God! If Meryl Streep was Margaret White, oh my God, bruh, like, that'd be so that sh- would freaking haunt scary me.
0: Like if Julianne um did like a Merle, like that would have been it, very intense.
1: That would have been a it monologue been too much for our asses.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh damn.
1: Yeah, that would have been real, real, real intense.
0: I don't think I would be able to handle it honestly. No. If I was scared by this, yeah, as a kid, no, couldn't do Merle. And I
1: think maybe because because he thinks it's a comedy, or she treated it like a black comedy, like the over-the-topness too helped. Be- yeah, because I mean, it wasn't like even in her evangelizing, like it's, it was all very like grand sweeping. Like declarations about how God was going to smite everybody, and we're all living in sin, and you know, a godless world, and 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 even First just, come
0: the blood, then comes the <laughs> somebody. <laughs>
1: yeah, like that really takes her seriously, so it makes her more of like that sort of like the town weirdo, and then maybe then yeah. her just being like an old Miss Havisham kind of like creeping around the the, the house, being scary oh and shit. <laughs> she could have been. Oh.
0: She yeah, <laughs> but like, bro. okay. I shook myself. Like I got shook thinking about like a act like a really intense like a Viola Davis bit. Oh god! Oh my
1: god, that'd be so awful. That'd be so, not awful, but like that'd be so like terrifying. Yeah. Oh, the monologue. We gotta get the monologue queens to Ooh. to to recreate Carrie. They're gonna oh, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna do it in like five years. Watch. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like every time, like, watching it this time, I was like, dang, I wish they had a remake, and then I remembered a remake, and, and I was like, oh, yeah. Not that
1: remake, another remake.
0: <laughs> I'm like, can we get a good one? Can y'all do, like, a it?
1: Yeah. Can y'all it this? Yeah, please? the bar has been raised for Stephen King remakes because it was good. <laughs>
0: it it did that, y'all. Yes. It did
1: that. It was, it was good, <laughs> and it was funny, and it was scary at the same time, so... Maybe, you know, you never know. Uh, so fingers crossed. Yeah. And so Mrs. White is dead. And Carrie like kind of yeah. has like she gets into shock a little bit and she screams and she hugs her mom. But then I think the cause of her like telekinetic powers and her abilities, like it, it's overwhelming to the house. And and like the house basically like crumbles to the ground and like she drags her mom to the to the prayer closet, and while the house is like basically falling apart, they die in the closet together. Which was, I guess, I don't know if she was trying to like, I don't know if it's some sort of like, not redemption for her mom. I guess she just kind of like, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, it's, it's traumatizing. She's had a traumatizing night. Gary has <laughs> killed yeah. several people in the book. She kills lots more because she basically like levels the town. Yeah, and, and uh,
0: like as a byproduct of her powers, um, everybody in the town knows that she is responsible for the destruction.
1: Yeah, they have some sort so, of like, telepathic. It's like destruction. a connection
0: on there mm-hmm. where like everybody can like telepathically know that she's responsible Mm -hmm. and i was reading so like in the book she makes it rain stones Mm. and that's what crushes the house but like as you mentioned earlier they couldn't get it right yeah um in the remake she makes it rain stone did they get it right and it it No. I mean... (laughs) Sounds like a no. (laughs) But, like, it was really weird. So, like, in this, like, this particular scene, Sue follows Carrie home. And Sue is trying to, like, save Carrie. Like, you, you know... You don't have to do this and Carrie's like telling Sue like no like I killed my mom I killed my mom mm-hmm. like this is my mom I killed her and um Sue like she's about to attack Sue and Sue is like please don't hurt me and Carrie says why not I've been hurt my whole life mm-hmm. and I was like ooh like this movie the remix sucks but that moment like got me mm-hmm. like damn she has literally been hurt her entire life mm-hmm. this like bless this baby, but another weird moment like it took me out of the movie for a minute because I was like what but she the only reason Carrie spares um Sue in the remake is she like senses that Sue is pregnant and says, it's a girl. And like send Sue out of the house onto the street before the house finishes collapsing in on itself. Oh right! I was like, "What?" I was like, "They about to have a baby, baby driver?" Like that was so weird and unnecessary. And I was like, "Oh, uh, all right, I guess." Uh huh. Um. That is. Weird. But then, like, I'm a baby driver is so weird. <laughs> It's a baby, baby driver now. <laughs> oh,
1: baby, baby driver does a toy car.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Guys. Oh, sorry. gosh. Yeah. Terrible. But like, so the movie ends with Sue visiting basically the house. It's been leveled. Bruh, like, she can't even get peace and death. Yeah. Because. Somebody vandalized her headstone. Yeah. It's like I think they wrote Carrie White Eat Shit or Burns in Hell burns or something. In hell. Still bad. And I was like, Damn. Now, and this is the part that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like when I was like nine. So Sue goes to lay flowers on Carrie's grave, and Carrie's hand comes up. I was like, ah! Like, I screamed when I first saw it. I was like, oh, my God.
1: It's so scary. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) That moment had, like, stuck with me for years. I bet.
1: That shit was scary.
0: And now it's, like, interesting to me because I think the story behind, like, it's a dream that Sue has. Um, Sue is basically the only survivor from the prom night massacre, basically. Yeah. And you hear her talking, like, her mom talking about how she's not quite right yet, but they're trying to get her back to normal and they think that she needs to take some time off from school. <laughs> I'm
1: like, there ain't no um, school.
0: It, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I were but, time off. There's no school to go to. it. Like, <laughs> you're right. Damn. But, like, when they were filming this, they made her, like, amy Irving like walk backwards so it has like more of a dream effect mm-hmm. um and uh, like i thought that was really cool so like her nine-year-old me i was like that's so neat like that's so unique um but all it does is wake up like sue wakes up freaking out and it's the end that's it
1: eh? <laughs> yeah they and i thought that was so weird because i was like why would her mom was like Oh, we're trying to get her back to normal. Like, she's not... She ain't never gonna be right, bro. Yeah, she's never gonna be right, ever. Like, she's just basically solid. Like, her, all her friends get burned up. in, in the, Her boo. Uh, yeah, her boo. Her bae is uh, gone. Her bae is gone. Everybody else is gone. Teachers are gone. She's the only one left, so she probably has some sort of, like, survivor's guilt. And then she just... I mean... If I saw a mass of fire, like, devour all my friends... <laughs> I think I, I think I would be fucked for life. <laughs> like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like the most important, like, spe- the most important special day of your high school life aside from like graduated, uh, graduation. And i gonna graduate? Is that for you? No. No. Nope. But... Who's gonna sign the graduate? That's the it. superintendent, I guess. I don't know what she's supposed to do. <laughs> I don't know I was like mom that's a bit that's a bit you're thinking way too ahead you're thinking like 50 years in the future or some shit because I don't know if she's ever gonna be able to make peace with any of that she's she's pretty scarred like I can't imagine she has like night terrors and stuff right too like she's having really bad dreams and yep there's there's no there's no cure-all for that not for not for what she's seen Unfortunately, I'm gonna give
0: you a spoiler. Yes, she kinda gets Hofert eventually. All
1: right, who's decided that? Uh, whoever directed the Rage Carry (laughs) Two. I remember they were promoting that movie, and I thought that was like a weird. There's something about it. I was like, I don't know about this, and now I know.
0: Yeah, there you go. So, what did you think about? this movie for your like second viewing?
1: I enjoyed it more because I think when we watched this originally, I was going to like a um like I was talking to my mom about like older movies and we were because I think we watched this and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like some other Woo! stuff. Which I like it's weird because like I like I don't really know if I get scared at like Normal things anymore, like like we talked about last time. Um There's like certain things I'm like okay, and especially like the older the movie. Sometimes like the the special effects can kind of like take me out of it, and especially the music mm-hmm. in this sometimes took me out of it because like the the slasher sound effect that kept popping up, and I was like, that is not working for me. <laughs> that that right there is not working. Uh, it just kind of seems a little goofy. But I think it's like, I think it's a movie that, that I would recommend just for the timelessness of the themes in the movie are still relevant and still, uh, and still presented in in an interesting way. Um, and I think like I enjoyed it more this round because I think I went into it before thinking I was going to be scared. And I and I wasn't because okay. that happens with a lot of movies. I'm like, okay, this is like a uh-huh. this is like an influential like horror movie or influential this that or another. And I watch it. I'm like, well, I'm bored. <laughs> I wanted to be yeah. terrified. So that that I didn't go into it with those expectations this time, and so I, I felt like I enjoyed it more is because I wasn't expecting to be like terrified. And there's a lot more things I I noticed I didn't notice before, like. The freaking shower scene, I guess I blocked that out of my memory entirely. And so Yeah, like
0: all that nudity. I was like, what? Yeah, and
1: some like the interactions with like the the teachers and the students, and, like the adults and the students because when I was watching it like a couple weeks ago, I made my mom watch it with me. And I think what I'm, did she think? She was My mom is so crazy. So my mom, my mom was like a teenager in the 80s. So for most of the eighties, so to hear her like watch the movie and be like, why are they letting the kid play outside by himself? I was like, mom, it was the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> you could do things <laughs> like that at one point in time. I was like, you know, she's like, ew, she's like a big germaphobe too. She's like, they're in the sewer! ew. That so was more of her concern was the, germaphobe. Me yeah, the germ Me factor. too, the germ factor. So that yeah, was, they were playing a sh
0: Water, Ashley. it was yeah. shit water and i was
1: yeah. like "Ooh, i felt like eddie i was like "Ooh, no yeah, yeah. No. She, she was Ow. not she was not down for that and also uh i guess the runtime is a bit much because it's a long movie you know i mean it used to be it was a mini-series so it does make sense how long it was and it's a long-ass book but i enjoyed carrie i would recommend it uh i don't have any major like bombs or like some like aside from like the mission like the marital rape and stuff i don't have yeah. any like super like like you should avoid this this, business it is weird though one of the things i noticed too with this viewing was um with the interaction with the adults like i feel like there's no good adults in stephen king's universe because like in it there's no good adults all the adults are terrible except for no, not even like yeah. Bill's, every single adult in
0: it is terrible.
1: I mean, I think Bill's family is the only one that gets a pass because they're dealing with grief. But like, and then like, not Mike's. Mike's family is it's a little different, but because uh, he's trying to give him some valuable advice about how I'm being growing up yeah. in in racist ass Maine. So, so I think like. I was. I, I think I tweeted this. I was like, "Are there any good adults in the Stephen King universe?" And Not in like, Stephen
0: King's world, bruh.
1: No, I don't think there are. <laughs> They're all really awful people. Even the gym teacher, like when she was trying to be helpful, she was still kind of shitty. So I don't. I don't yeah. know. Of, um, it is, it is interesting to see that. I guess as a theme, I've noticed uh, with. With the adults and the kids, when there are adults and kids in Stephen King's like movies, they're usually awful. They're usually awful people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would recommend. So,
0: of course, I would recommend it. Like what? I've stated many times, this is one of my absolute favorite horror movies. Um, I feel you when you say like, mm, like if I feel like if I hadn't seen it at the age that I saw it at, that. I wouldn't be as affected by it. Mm -hmm. Um, But since, like, for some reason, when you see a horror movie young, like, that shit stays with you. Um, And it is a movie that I want, I really really want a good remake to be made from it. Because I honestly think that the 2013 one did make an effort to do it justice, but it didn't quite do that. Like, I felt like um Chloe was flat. Like, she's not a good actress, and they keep casting her in these like horror movie remakes, and she sucks. Um, but like if they had like a good actress in that role, that role that could bring a little bit more vulnerability to Carrie, that it would be an amazing movie, honestly. Um mm-hmm. so I would recommend it. And if you're interested in in, like, if you're interested in seeing something else like <laughs> I'm sorry I would recommend like if you want to see like what happens later it's not really important but like how Sue deals with everything you could check out the rage Carrie too it might still oh, be gosh. on Hulu Um, so like if you see what happens you get a little bit more about Carrie's dad from that Um, so that could be something, but another movie that I would recommend, and it's actually another one of my favorite movies, um, that I found out about one of those, Hey, let me watch IFC while I was in middle school at like two o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So the movie is called may and it stars Angela Bettis. And, um, she also played Carrie in the, um, miniseries that they had on NBC in like the early 2000s um, and Big Daddy Sisto, mm-hmm. um, Jeremy Sisto from Clueless and oh, gosh. May is a young lady who is a loner and an outsider. She doesn't have any friends and you kind of watch her attempt to connect with other people around her um, but mm-hmm. it doesn't Psycho is planned, so it's called May, and it's from 2002. I don't know. Okay. I feel like it was on Shutter at one point, so you might want to check like Amazon or if you have a Shutter um subscription, try it there. But it's one yeah. of my favorite movies, and it fucked me up for a couple of days too. The
1: mm-hmm. you know, like, only, literally, the only movies I could think of were Psycho, which is obvious. Oh, I feel like it's like the. Some- yeah male non-kinetic or um, non-supernatural version but we don't really see the mom in that one we just kind of have glimpses and things from norman bates's uh i guess the the way he refers to his mother (laughs) every time he says a boy's best friend should be his mother and i was like i red flags
0: No, it's not a... There's
1: everywhere. Oh, God, no. And so, um, that's the one I could think of, like, being a direct, like, almost, um, like, a brother companion to that thing, or oh, you see more of, like, I guess how Norman's mom has affected him way beyond, like, adulthood, <laughs> um, way beyond, I guess, adolescence, and... The only movie I could think of. Okay, I'm really bad at this. Everybody knows this. It's fine. The only movie I could think of was Matilda. (laughs) (laughs) I told my mom that she was like Ashley.
0: (laughs) Ashley, I, I, Ashley, I agree with your mom, but at the same time, you're right. Like at the same time,
1: you're right. She had really shitty parents. Okay, she did. She did, did. did really, her damn She raised herself. She didn't use her telekinetic uh, abilities for evil. She used them for good. But you know, there was suggested murder, <laughs> not from her end, from you know Miss Agatha Trenchpole. <laughs> and so oh, I was like, no, she definitely strangled that man. So like. <laughs> She definitely killed uh, Miss Honey's dad, So I think that was the only thing I could think of. Like, I know that's terrible. I'm going to get better at this one day. But like, yeah, that's my contribution <laughs> to my recommendations. <laughs> that's a good movie, okay? It's a good movie. It is. Everybody should watch that movie at least once. Uh, okay. So do we want to talk about our next, um, our next theme? Because I actually... Don't know if we decided fully or should we wait?
0: Uh, maybe we will wait and then we'll tweet about it. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you guys. Like, we've gotten like an influx of like some followers, and thank you for like listening to us talk for a long ass time about know. movies. We've talked longer um, than the movie was actually running. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> so i'm gonna be real with you guys if you are listening to this i prefer our like episode length if you have the patience for it because i like that it sounds like i'm talking about a movie with my friend mm-hmm. um i don't know it's enjoyable like for me um so if you <laughs> listen to us Talk about dirty pillows and we shit. I really appreciate it. Cause I feel like Ashley is one of the few people who love like movies as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a giant movie nerd. Like I like trash movies as I've mentioned many times. Oh my god. And it's hard to get somebody to be like, know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a movie. It, yes. Um, and I feel like Ashley is one of those people outside of my dad, because my dad is a bigger movie nerd than I am, Mm -hmm. which I, it's a little troublesome. Like my dad can walk into a room, look at the TV for two seconds and be like, oh, you watching this? And I'm like, you're right. (laughs) So (laughs) being able to have someone else talk to, uh, talk about movies like this with me, I really appreciate it. Uh And I appreciate you guys for
1: listening do it yeah thank you guys for sticking with us so
0: i usually fuck up this part so i'm gonna let you plug us ashley oh my
1: god okay call me call me off guard okay uh (laughs) shoot so i messed up too okay so we are at twitter or on twitter at blk girl flim (laughs) club is that (laughs) is that even right
0: it's, it think it's right. See, this is like, sucks me up. Not, like, it's okay. not the whole black, and it it gets me every time.
1: BLK Girl Film Club. I always forget the yes. girl. Okay, we are there. And then <laughs> that's yes. so bad. We have a little blog um at blackgirlfilmclub.com. We have our email, which is blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com we have soundcloud we have itunes at the same names uh you should subscribe i don't know what you're doing if you haven't like oh my god and yeah i think i mean those are mostly i mean we mostly hang out on twitter uh and yeah nobody, we're
0: there all the time
1: yeah and nobody's really requested to follow us individually i don't know if you want to follow me i just talk about terrible british rock music and movies <laughs> so like I'm kind of <laughs> boring <laughs> I'm a boring person
0: um, I'm gonna tweet a little bit more on my handle over at like Britney on horror because yes. I love horror movies Yes, and I watch a lot of them so I'm gonna get my life I'm gonna get it together guys yeah, yeah. if
1: you if, so. if you want to know about any weird um any weird music I'm listening to I would be the person to follow <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know, know if you would hear. yeah, or weird movies. Yeah, if you want weird movies, you got Brittany. If you want me complaining about three hour long subtitled movies that are not in English, that would be me because I went through that the other day. That was a marathon. I won't be doing that again. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to blink one of these times today. One of these three hours, I'd like to at least look away from the screen for two seconds. But you know, you know this the things we do for for cinema. <laughs> okay, so well, we,
0: I guess that's it. Yeah. Or do you have, do you have today, any others? well tonight's episode.
1: Yeah. Do you have any? Or other, this week. Any other important and special things? I don't think so. No, I think that's it. All right, go watch Carrie, everybody. It's on Hulu. Yes,
0: <laughs> it is. It's with your hulu subscription
1: yeah go ask a friend oh. for the password or something if you got yeah to. so
0: and tell us about your dirty pillows
1: tell yeah. us <laughs> <laughs> what song you dance to
0: at prom <laughs>
1: <laughs> like did you um did it you was a uh, grind on me by pretty ricky oh my god that was the jam and it was the edited
0: version, so oh. I think it was "grind, grind with me"
1: yeah. instead of "grind I, on me." I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's the song that they played it from. <laughs> oh, okay. One more thing, they also play "fucking Casey and JoJo's um, All My Life" at uh, my prom. Why? In <laughs> I have no no idea.
1: <laughs> I went to.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: I did too, but we had enough, like, my school was fairly diverse that we had a lot of rap music because most of our, I mean, I feel like most of my graduating class was people of color, but there was a fairly, I mean, there was a lot of white people at the school too, but, like, not all my life, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. It's 2005 in the new millennium. Gosh, that's rough. <laughs> All right. All right. Guys. All right, we'll we'll talk to y'all later. All right.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: bye. <laughs>